We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, here we (laughs) go. It is 12.58 in the morning, and uh, I want to welcome all 243 people that were in the the room there for a second, Um, and what a game. Uh, What a game. Lots to talk about with this game. First, I'm Vince D'Addario. That's my guy, Brian Driscoll. He's down in Tallahassee. I am kicking it here in Granger. Uh, watching it on TV like everybody else. And that was quite the game. Lots to get to, Brian. Uh, so you know what? we got a couple Super Chats. There's actually three that we need to get to. Do you want to go and yeah. pull those yep. up? Yep, I'll go ahead and get those now. So first of all, we got John A1, I believe, kicked us off. Yes. Uh, actually, his is gone, Vince. I'm already oh, moving way it. down. I can get that one. Yep. I've got that one in my... There he is. John A1, thank you for the super chat, my guy. Uh, He says, glad to be here for the postgame show. Notre Dame scores over 40, but the offensive guard play needs an overhaul. Based on tonight, I want to see Rocco in a rotation. Does Irish Breakdown agree or disagree? So Irish Breakdown is going to have some thoughts on that tonight, but I want to hold my full stance for that yeah. for tomorrow. But from Agreed. watching it live, John, yes, the guard position needs to get fixed. But honestly, there's not a position. I thought Josh Lug played relatively well, especially in pass pro, Vince, but I thought overall the offensive line played poorly. And and we'll, we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely get to that for sure. Yeah. And John, thank you so much for the Super Chat, That's buddy. Awesome, I appreciate John. it very, very much. Got a ton of Super Chats rolling in, Vince. I'll get to these. Kevin O'Neill. Uh, 9.99 super chat. Thank you, my man. Want to know, baby? Door was clutch. How was the atmosphere in Tallahassee, Brian? It was great. It was great atmosphere. Florida State fans are pretty fun. They're pretty relaxed. They're not, you know, they. There's this Notre Dame guy going, "Let's go Irish," and the Florida State fans just started doing the, oh, it's just like, but it was all in good fun. Great atmosphere. Yeah. Loud. Uh, got super quiet when Notre like Dame made that loud. big stop late in the late in the uh, in, in overtime. When it looked like it, you know, was should have been ruled an incompletion, it should have been ruled an incompletion. So horrible officiating time. Yeah, that, but the that crowd was... got super quiet then, mm-hmm. and then of course when he missed the field goal, they were like, "Well, we had our chance." Uh, but uh, the great, great environment in Florida State is usually 
a pretty great environment. Uh, no question about it. We've got another super chat down here. We're going to get to these yeah, and then we'll kind of get to our thoughts here real quick. Jacob Dunn was the struggle to establish a run game tonight. More about personnel or scheme, by the way. Okay. Okay. Almost lost Oklahoma almost lost Tulane. Nobody needs to be jumping off the ship. Yes. They got the W Vince. You and I have been saying this. It's yes, openers. Absolutely. There's going to be opener mistakes and there's a lot of things to clean up and a lot of things we're going to be critical of, but it was the opener. Yes. I'd rather be where Notre Dame is than where, Oklahoma, or excuse me, where Clemson is. Sure. Right. Sure. Where Miami is or North Carolina. They got the W. And we said yeah. Florida State was going to be better than they were last year. Notre Dame made Florida State look a little better than they actually are, which Agreed. we'll get into. But um, they got the W. Right. That's the most important. And, and, when, when it got to a tie game or when it got to down, when, when uh, Notre Dame was up three, at that point, I just wanted to win. And, and right. of course, look, there's I'll, there's going to be stuff we're going to be critical of tonight. Sure. And then, of course, tomorrow when we watch the film. But again, they got the W and for all like the defense played poorly for a lot of the second half. But when they needed to step up and make a play late, they stepped up and made a play late. Sure. Right. There was mistakes on offense. The The special teams drove me nuts tonight. But when Jonathan Dord needed to make a big kick late, he made it. Um, so, I mean, and that's, that's the key. Jonathan Hill Kemma with a super chat. Thank you so much for having a post game show. You are welcome. Mike Huff. I said two sixty eight and four touchdowns. Brian, pretty close, right? Bad debut by Freeman. Yeah. Jack Cohn was at two sixty eight for four touchdowns, like in early in the third quarter. Yes. And he would have, he finished, I think it was 26 of 35 Vince. I'm pulling up the the stats now. I got it right here. He was 26 of 35 for 366 yards, four touchdowns. And then that, I mean, he did have a pick, but that was a Hail Mary. That was a Hail Mary. So I don't. I yeah, mean, and, and, and if Michael Mayer doesn't drop two balls and hit him right in the hands, he's over 400 yards. Good point. Really uh, good point. You know, Joseph Salvatore with the super chat. Appreciate that very much. Chief Brody Thank says you. we lose that game with Ian Book. I don't want to. I don't want to say that. We we don't know. I don't want to go um, there. Would Ian Book have? Would they have ran the ball? Thrown, thrown the ball as well? Ian Book quarterback? No. Would Ian Book maybe been able to make turn a couple of those scrambles where Cone is diving at five yards into bigger runs? Perhaps. Right. Uh, so I don't want to go there. I mean, I, I think that's I think that's a little bit unfair. I will say this: the pass game wouldn't have looked like it did tonight Agreed. without Jack Cohn. That I will agree. But with. perhaps the run game would have looked a little better with Ian Book. Because I mean, again, they, yeah, I, they have I, to account I, for. I, I think Jack Cohn's a better quarterback than Ian Book. I've said that tonight didn't do anything to to, to make me think otherwise. But I don't want to get into this. Oh, they lose this with Ian Book. The one thing Ian Book did a good job of late in games when Notre Dame needed a play, Ian Book made those plays. Right. Right. Um, tonight was about the defense, not about, you know, Agreed. more than anything else. So I, I understand where you're coming from. And, and I in some ways I, I I'm with you, Chief, but I'm I'm mean, you know, I, I don't want to start that that kind of thing. I just I don't want to go there. Joseph Salvatore with another one. I know this game was a thank you for the super chat, by the way, Chief Brody and Joseph Salvatore. I know this game was a struggle, but we won an instant classic, fix the D. I'm just happy the Irish are on the winning side of one of these for once. I agree. Very I helpful agree. that that is the case. Mark Mannion, listening to you guys wow. from Australia, how refreshing Whoa. to see so many Today. deep shots taken by the offense. Cheers, Mark. And that's something we're going to definitely get into. I loved how yes. aggressive they were. And, and look, they missed some shots early. Cone underthrew a couple balls. Mm-hmm. The, the touchdown throw to, to Joe Wilkins wasn't a, the, the most gorgeous ball in the world. But, but you know what? What have we said? Give the receivers a chance to make plays. And you know what? More often than not, they're going to reward you by yeah. making plays. And we saw that. And then, of course, he made some adjustments, and his two deep balls coming out in the third quarter were gorgeous. That, that ball he threw to Kevin Austin. I mean, he couldn't have handed it and yeah. put it in Come a better for the spot. touchdown or the first yeah. one? The touchdown. <laughs> well, the first one was good too, yeah. but the touchdown 
I mean, Kevin, it would literally right over yeah. his shoulder, right in the pocket. I mean, that was that was gorgeous. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yep, yep. And Mark, obviously, huge super oh chat. My gosh, so I appreciate that's that awesome. very, very much. Uh, absolutely, Tim McCarthy. Why take your, our foot off the gas? Why not bury them when we had the chance? Happy for the win, but geez, let's get that killer mentality. We're gonna, Tim. I, I wanted, to, I want to point this out. We're gonna talk about this when we get through these super chats. That's the first thing we're gonna talk yes. about. That. So I wanted to thank you for the super chat and let you know. What you talked about is one of the first things we're going to talk about when we get through the Super Chats. But we want to show love and appreciation of these Super Chats. I, uh, Mark Sakalowski, I laughed when the stadium chanted, you can't do that when they thought it was a false start and ended up being offsides. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually pretty yeah, funny. Some some horrible officiating tonight, but that was one that actually got Notre Dame going. So, Vince, let's dive into this. Okay. Let, let's get into this this game. So, first of all, just Thanks give, for all the Super Chats, yes, everybody. That and, was and we're awesome. up to over, back over 400 people, so appreciate you all being here. Let's get into some analysis because that's what I yeah. think you are here for. So, um, Vince, you want to go ahead and kick off with just kind of your – just real quick big picture overview of the game before we dive into the um before we dive into the um just like i said like the the offense defense more specifics sure sure so what my takeaways from from this game are, are pretty simple um sorry hello? that's me that's me <laughs> hello uh just trying to do something different <laughs> my takeaways are pretty simple uh for me it's Number one, I thought Jack Cohn played a pretty darn good game overall. Um, mm-hmm. And and anybody that says Jack Cohn didn't have a good game or that they were all mad at Jack Cohn or what, it, ridiculous, ridiculous. I thought he put that was that's mean right there. What you just sorry, did. I, man, that's this is my coffee. I got to stay up. Some cruel. people are gonna be mad at me because I'm drinking this. Um, but I, I thought he played well, uh, especially mm-hmm. his first time out with this team. And yeah. uh, and he's I I feel like he's only gonna get better, and his numbers are really good. That's yeah. number one. Number two, uh, if there was anything he didn't do well. It was because he was running for his yeah. life. Uh, an yeah, awful lot. And, and, I, and 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 we'll get into some of that offensive stuff first. I just kind of Vince wanted to get your just overall take of the game, big picture. Oh, big know? picture, but they yeah. got to win. That's yeah. the big picture. Okay, look, yeah. I lost money tonight. Okay, because I had Notre Dame <laughs> this is winning. Why I don't bet by more. This is why I don't gamble. By the way, it wasn't a lot of money, but it was. You know, I had Notre Dame winning you by more than kids. This. Vince, for you, it, any it losing anything is a lot <laughs> right. of money. Uh, but I had Notre Dame winning by a lot, and I and I I coached my friends. I'm like, hey, they're they're gonna win by two touchdowns, you know. Um, but the bottom line, if you're a Notre Dame fan, the bottom line is they won the game, uh, period. And they won the game with a kicker who, uh, being nice, has had some issues uh, at the end of last year, and he didn't he he kicked the kick that he needed to kick. Okay, and so the fact that Jonathan Doerr went in there and put it right down the middle was fantastic. I think that that was actually great. Uh, yeah. And so, so you, well, I yeah, didn't they, like what led to them doing making that kick. Agreed. Or but they, I, I'm just saying, I'm looking at the positives right now. I think Doerr getting a kick was fantastic. The first person, by the way, to run out on the field, all enthusiastic, was the sports psychologist. So I just want yeah. to throw that out there too. Yeah, Doctor um, Selking. Yeah. 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 Well, right. Um. So I thought that was good big takeaway defensively we'll we'll get into that yeah, but overall yeah. they got the win and that's what i yeah, care about they, they got right? the win and and the other part of it too is 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 tonight was about Notre Dame just has way better players in Florida State i thought out i thought Florida State out out fought Notre Dame i thought I they agree. were they played with a little bit more fire than Notre Dame and they used their crowd man yeah and and they they played like a team that was not afraid of Notre Dame and the, at the end of the day it was just Notre Dame had better players and, and, I will, and, and there were some good say, coaching things done, especially on offense. But sure. Notre Dame just had – I mean, they just said, hey, our dudes are better than your dudes. And, right. Well, and I will say I thought that Florida State was going to lay down when they were down 18. And they did. Yeah. 
they didn't. didn't. And and I, when one of the podcasts we did, we talked about you know Mike Norvell isn't going to allow that because somebody asked if they were going to fold like a cheap tent yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they did. They clearly didn't yeah. do that. The crowd and we said that they didn't do that, that last year either. Right. Yeah, N- Notre Dame did not play their game in a lot of ways, and there's a lot that's going to have to get cleaned up. But at the end of the day, Notre Dame has better players, and Notre Dame made plays when it when it mattered most. Yeah, they and, did, and that to me is the biggest play. Look, it's not always going to be pretty, right? And Notre Dame beating Pitt in 2012 wasn't pretty, and when Alabama won a title in 09, they had to beat they had to block two field goals and an extra point to beat Tennessee, right? Right. Who wasn't that good that year? It was Lane Kiffin, Tennessee. Games like this are going to happen, you know. Look. Clemson here, they won a title, lost to Pitt in November, 43-42. That was a Pitt team that lost five games that year. Get the W. And now the next thing is, okay, you can't keep doing this stuff, right? You can't keep playing this way because you play like this against Purdue or you play like this against um, you know, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Cincinnati, North, North Carolina, Carolina, USC. There's sure. teams that, that have enough firepower to, to maybe hurt you a little bit more than what we saw tonight. So a lot to clean up. But, again, you got the W. Well, and, okay, and another positive for me, Notre Dame – Scored 41 points. Right. I mean, look, I, I predicted and missed them to a score ton 42. of opportunities to score more. A they should have scored in the 50s tonight. Absolutely. So let's Absolutely. Vince, let's do that. Let's dive right into to the play of the offense. I want to begin. Okay. I want to begin talking about Tommy Reese. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go negative first, and then I'm gonna talk positives. The two two negatives for me, and one of them I don't think was on him. Number one is that third and five call where he called a quarterback counter. Now I get the call. It's third and five. You're in two-down territory if you get positive yards. I understand the call, but two things. Number one, when your offensive line's getting blown up the way they were the whole first half, that's not the call you want to make. That counter is not the call you want to make. And they okay? brought six on that play. Right. And, and that's – I feel like – and, and, and You don't run at the, the Jack Cone. You don't yeah. run at the Jack right. Cone. They right? had that's six number, guys on the line. Right. Like, you need to be able to check out of that Correct. or Correct. something. Didn't like the call. Yeah. Other than that, I thought Tommy Reese called a good game. The other thing I didn't like is they went a little conservative late in the game. That, to me, is more of a Brian Kelly thing because that that was Tommy Reese going away from what he'd done all game. And it sure. was – and Brian Kelly talked about it after the game as they were trying to control the clock and do all this other kind of stuff. And and to me, that's exactly the problem with Brian Kelly in the second half. You know the best way to help your defense? Go down and score again and make right. it 48 to – you know, 45 to 20 – or 45 to 28, and then your defense can, you know, start subbing. I thought that was I thought that was a big coaching mistake. We're gonna bring something up here that's gonna change the subject for a second. I don't want to talk about it too much. Okay. I want to get back on track. But Jacob Dunn says, Did it did no one else think Kelly's execution comment was hilarious? <laughs> you knew Vince, somebody was gonna bring it up. Vince told me in the car that somebody asked him about that. And apparently, Twitter, which as I've said before, I freaking hate Twitter. Uh, I love people on Twitter, but there's a ton of just people that drive me nuts on Twitter. Uh, somebody, I guess, had a, some people had a problem with it. First yeah. of all, it was freaking funny. Lighten the heck up. Okay. Two, it was a comment that John McKay made, I believe, when he was at Tampa Bay. I believe back Tim O'Malley 70s. told me that. Back in the yeah. 70s. And, and look, he's he's trying to make a joke about how poor the team executed tonight. And right. it was funny. Like, yeah. you know, so just I'm sorry yeah. if it offended you, but lighten up the original john mckay quote somebody asked him about execution after a game and he goes yeah i'm in favor of it okay and and brian kelly tried to spoof it you know and he's like right the whole team whatever and and brian kelly's just not very funny right right he tries 
he does so hard sometimes. He, yes, he tries to be funny. He's just not a very funny guy. He's just not. And he was trying to be funny. And if you have a problem with that, I'm sorry. You just need to you just need to lighten up. I could not okay? agree more. Back to the offense thing, but I'll yeah. tell you a couple things that really stood out to me, to Vince. The first one that I what I really like now scheme wise, you know, we'll get into some of that in tomorrow's show. I want to talk more big picture. What I liked about Tom Reese after Florida State scored to go up. That next series, now Notre Dame ended up stalling. That was the drive where he had the, the third five that I didn't like, right? But Notre Dame immediately went tempo, and I loved it. They immediately went tempo. And that tells me, like, hey, we're not just calling plays and stuff. We're thinking about momentum and 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 getting getting we got to get going, you know, because they had they had gone three of the first four drives. They got in or no. Four, the first four drives of the game, I believe Notre Dame got into Florida State territory and came away with one touchdown, one score. So there were some issues there, and that was a problem. Just two, and a lot of events was like dropping passes. Mm-hmm. You know, Jack Cohn had a ball. You know, they, there was an unblocked guy off the edge. Jack Cohn didn't quite snap the ball out to Cardin Williams, caused him to catch it short, and he stumbles short of the first down. Cohn's got to get that out there a little bit more. Sure. Because um, I don't think in, there, there was a free release. There was no one to account for that guy. That was actually not, in my opinion, and I'll have to go back and look at it, Vince, but I didn't think that was a missed assignment by anybody. That was just they brought more off the edge because Notre Dame was running a free release with their back. They didn't have the back to pick that guy up. And, and so there was another time later when Florida State scored again, and I think it – I don't. it was – oh, in the second half, Florida State scores like – Couple plays in, right? Takes the lead right back from Notre Dame, 21-17. And like he goes right to deep balls. Reese goes right to deep balls to Kevin Austin. Uh, I loved it. I, I thought I said that's a guy that just understands, like, hey, we've got to we've got to pick our defense up. Our defense is giving up plays. We got to pick them up. That's great team ball. I, I I thought Tommy Reese was aggressive all night long. I mean, Jack Cohn threw so many balls down the field past twenty yards. He did. Uh, you know, and, and you know, again, missed some early, but then came out second half was hitting them. Was on fire in the second half. Completed seventy four percent of his passes for three hundred sixty six yards. I mean, that's that's really impressive. Vince. Well, and I, and I'm not overly surprised that he was short on a couple of those. I mean. Look, he was short on one to Braden Lindsay. You're going to have to get used to how fast Braden he was, Lindsay he, is. You're going to have to throw it earlier. And yeah, that's gonna but take you know what? Time. What did he do the second half on those two throws to Kevin Austin? Threw him earlier. He got to his drop and let yeah. him go. He threw him right? earlier. He didn't he's wait. used to throwing the guys to run. Let's be. I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but this is truth. He's used to throwing to four, six receivers. And right. what I mean, I'm talking about speed. Right. You know, he, he, he's got to let those go. Now, again, here's the deal. When you when you when you at least throw it, you've got you give Joe Wilkins a chance to do that, and that was an interesting right. play too because he actually had two options on that. He could have Lawrence Keys came open over the middle on a deep end cut that would have converted that third down too, but he had the one on one, and they were giving Notre Dame one on ones the whole first two quarters, and then early in the third quarter, and more often than not, Cone wasn't getting time to get the ball out. So another thing that Tommy Reese did is he actually did some plays in the second half where. It was just, hey, we've got the one-on-one. Just hit your drop and throw it to Kevin. That's yeah. clearly a halftime adjustment where he sat down with Kevin Austin or he sat down with Jack Cohn and said, hey, you just catch it, get to your drop, and let it rip when we get that one-on-one because they can't cover Kevin. They can't cover Braden. Right. And early in the game, the shot to Braden, he kind of got there and he held it and then he let it go, and that allowed the safety to kind of get and over there and it caused it the underthrow. a ton of air on it right. too. Like it gave it gave the safety time to get over there and it gave the corner a chance to catch up. Right. Right. Because it had right. too much air underneath yeah. it. 
There was another play early in the game because, again, Reese was aggressive all night. There was another play where Cone, um, I think he I think he scrambled, but he had Braden Lindsey running like that wide fade, Vince, where he attacked the guy and then went to work the wide fade. He can he hits him for a touchdown, but when Braden made his drop, that's when Cone had to take off running because Zeke Carroll got blown up. And that's the one I texted you during the game. I was like, he had Lindsey wide open on that yeah, sack. right. And so it, it just that was the same drive where they ended up settling for a field goal. So, uh, and that was going to be a common theme all night. We'll get to the offensive line here in a second. But I, I thought Tommy's game plan was aggressive. We've heard all summer about how they're going to throw deep. They're going to throw deep. They're going to throw deep, and they were aggressive mm-hmm. all game long. And and again, I like that though. I, I mean, loved it. I, I like that a lot. I, now they need to make sure that they give more time to get the ball out. Because you sure. know, I've had people ask me, Did, "Do you think they got the receivers involved enough?" Yeah, they tried. They tried. You know? He just didn't have time to go through his reads. Right. And, that, and that's what we've been saying about Cone right. all along is that he's going to stand in there and he's going to go through his reads. Mm-hmm. The problem was he just he had crimson in his face all night right. long and he couldn't right. go through his reads. Right. Somebody texted me and said, oh, he's going to his first read. He's going to his first read. But he didn't have a choice. Well, first of all, his first read was also open a lot during yeah, this game too. True. I mean, that's the other part of it. I mean, you know, there were times where you didn't want to get to your first read. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. beyond your first read, I mean. Yeah, right, because it was open, and you take it. Right, right. Yeah. And I thought, look, and I thought he made great use of the backs. I mean, Vince, you keep, you and I keep talking about how they need to get the backs more involved, and Chris Tyree and Kyron Williams caught 10 balls, you know, right. for 93 yards, you know. And and that third down screen to Kyron Williams was a phenomenal play call, by the way, because they were dropping dudes and, like, bringing field fires. That's a field off the blitz, and they ran a screen to the opposite side of that. And just well-timed, well-executed, well-designed, uh, great screen call. I, I, and there was plenty of RPOs tonight. Now, Jack Cohn didn't pull and throw many of them, if any, but they were running them. And that's okay. something I'd like to see them do a better job of. Uh, and Ma- Ma- Ali Muhammad, I appreciate the super chat very much, Ali. Uh, re- really, really do. And so there's I... There's um, one down there, too, you got to grab. What's uh, that? There's a $5 one. Oh, okay. Sorry. There. No, that's Jake, okay. Jake, Josh Phillips. Uh, this will be a nice transition, Vince. Uh, uh, so, Josh, I'm going to get to this super chat in a second. Uh, let me just finish this one point because we're going to get to the run game. Michael Mayer showed he's a stud tonight in, in, in some ways, pass catching and things like that. He made three huge mistakes tonight, and I'm going to count two of them into one. Number one, dropped two huge balls. One was a third down play that would have moved the chains. Yep. The last one, that's the kind of – if you're a great player, that's the kind of play you got to make. Right. That, they because, gets, that gets them in yep. field goal range. Yep. And, and, and you, got a, chance to go- and you exactly. got a chance to win in regulation. Exactly. Yeah. And and he just dropped it. And then he didn't block very well tonight. The third one was you're 6'5", 250. When you get the ball in space like he did on a third down play in the flats, stop trying to leap over everybody every time. Use your stiff arm. Bury that safety's head into the ground and move the chains. Right. That's another thing. I thought he got a little too cute tonight in that regards. But but big time player when he's when he was clean, he 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 made some big time plays. I loved how they used that. We'll, we'll get to the running backs in the pass game, but first let's talk run game, Vince. Yeah. I, I liked the fact that Tommy Reese did not abandon the run. Agreed. But it wasn't effective. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No, 65 and, yards is not yeah. effective. And, and, I mean. and let's take sacks out. So let's like let's take the team minus five. Kyron Williams carried the ball 18 times for 42 yards. That's 2.3 yards per carry. Chris Tyree carried the ball seven times for 31 yards. That's 4.4 yards per carry. That's 25 carries for 73 yards. And I'll be honest with you, about 45 of those yards off the top of my head were because the backs made great cuts. Correct. Absolutely. And there was nothing there all night long. There, the one yeah. draw – that they ran where Tyree went for 12 was a great play call. That was the only time there was actually room to run right. all night long. And I put that on the message board. I, 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 it, it, that everybody better be thankful that Notre Dame has a great running back room because they made plays on mm-hmm. their own all night long, mm-hmm. all night long. I mean, yeah. and there were, there were times where there was nothing and they were able to scratch out four or five yards. Right. I mean, it, it, it was yeoman's work by the two running backs and, yeah. On top of that, you had no Sebo Flemister. Mm-hmm. You had no Logan Diggs, obviously. So it was just those two guys, which is fine. I mean, you, you only need two. Mm-hmm. But if they had that third, maybe you know, that would have been nice. Sure. But you know what I mean? Like, it was just those two sure. guys, and they did a really good job with, yeah. with the situation they, made the they most were put out of it. in. Yeah. But here's here's and, – and let's the rest – Josh, by the way, thank you for the super chat. He says, running game still needs improvement. Cone was out – I get added the still. Uh, Cone was outstanding. Freeman got complacent in the fourth quarter. Still got the W though, and that's that is the big key. They got the W. Rob Thidoff, I was not a fan of our defensive over celebrating on a lot tonight. Kyle Hamilton taking his helmet off. Act like you've done it before. We're gonna get to that too, Rob. But I appreciate the super chat very, very much. I, one some of these I'm gonna. I thought I got that other one. There was one that was no question. It was eighty two slice, my man. Eighty two right slice. There. Appreciate you right there, very, very much. Thanks, uh, man. Eighty two slice means a lot, Rob. I'm not gonna dismiss this. I just want to try to somewhat stay on track. Otherwise, this show is gonna go on forever. Uh, and I do have to fly out tomorrow morning. Um, but uh, so, so Vince, to the offense, the run game struggled, but this is why it's great to have backs like they do, and this is where I thought Tommy Reese did a great job. Agreed. Uh, and that is, yes, we can't get our backs involved in the run game, but you know what? The backs still had a lot of, lot of production because if you look at it and you say, boy, you know, only 73 yards in the run game, but Kyron Williams had six catches for 83 yards. Chris Tyree had four catches for 10 yards. So the back still had 166 yards. Right. You know, yeah. and, and and that's and we, that's a great that's to me, that's excellent. And Jack Cohen right. getting the ball up, but there were design plays for them to get the ball. Screens, they were running smash. So the first touchdown, they ran a smash concept with with a with a from a free release in the backfield. What that means is basically 
You had a tight end of that side and only a running back. Michael Mayer ran a corner route, and he used Chris. He used Kyron as the flat route, right, Vince? And then they saw Kyron jumped him, and then there was a blown assignment on the top, and Jack hit him. They went to that several times. He hit a Mayer again later on that. He hit Kevin Austin on that route. And then a couple of those short throws to Mike to Kyron Rims, those actually weren't checkdowns. Those were part of that smash concept. It was like a it was like a wasn't a pure smash, but like they'd have the corner and then Kyron would just replace that guy. So if the backer ran with with Mayer, Kyron literally was just sitting where that backer was right. going from. That's play calling. And then of course Cone sees that guy and he goes right to Kyron, gets him the ball in space. Kyron make, makes people miss. So great, great play calling in that regards. And so those are some of the things I'm I'm excited about from tonight. Sure. Uh, we also got a super chat from Tim McCarthy. Maybe this is the best thing that could have happened to Marcus Freeman. We got the W, but hopefully he realizes that going conservative was a bad move. Always keep attacking. Let's learn from this. Part of it was conservative. Part of it was he got out coached in the second half, and we'll get to that a little bit. But, Tim, thank you for the super chat. Uh, Br- Brock's ND fan, can we raise money and put our boy in a better hotel? Great game. <laughs> Polished off a bottle of tequila. Hope he hope he. This is a nice hotel. I got Tim O'Malley from Irish Illustrated standing, saying right next door. Got Tim Priester here. Uh, it's a nice hotel. Just this light is is a weird color. It's like a yellow lamp on a yellow light with a yellow uh, <laughs> a, a yellow, yellow. Uh, wall. So a lot, of yellow. a lot of yellow. So and then the light over there doesn't work. But I'm all about uh, yeah. I'm all, but hey, it's it's not about looking at me. It's about hearing what I say. That's right. And I view when it's dark and you can't see me as much. I think that's a positive for all of you. Uh, But uh, appreciate that. And then we got another. So appreciate the Super Chat too, Bronx. Uh, Tristan Dumel, did any of the rookies play? Diggs, Fisher, Kali, Estime. I find your lack of faith in Freeman and Kelly disturbing. Um, In his Darth Vader voice. Lack of faith in Freeman. I don't have a lack of faith in either one of those guys. uh, Diggs did not. Diggs did not. He was he there, was but he did not play, yeah, and that's COVID out. related. Fisher started, got hurt at halftime, or got hurt late in the second quarter, and didn't come back. Kelly says a knee injury. I did not see Collie or Estimate, but I also wasn't locking in on special teams to see if Collie was on there. True, I'll, good I'll point. I'll try yeah. to play that. Lorenzo Styles played a little bit. I saw not him a out ton. There. Yeah, I saw and, him. Out and there. most of the other freshmen, I didn't see Gabriel Rubio in the game. Doesn't mean he didn't play. I didn't, didn't see him. Didn't see a lot of other freshmen in there, but I do appreciate the super chat, even though I'm a little confused on <laughs> uh, on your lack of faith. Although, if you're just making a funny Darth Vader voice thing, then that's that's funny. Uh, but if you think I don't have faith in Freeman and and Kelly, I would I would slightly disagree with that. But back to the offense, the the big problem tonight from the offense, Vince, besides the late, the just not getting conservative late, you know, and even even look, it worked out for John Doerr. But the fact that you put that game on his shoulders and got yeah. conservative there, to me, was a, was a, was a mistake. I, and I, I didn't like the conservative play calling there. I texted you right when Notre Dame uh, got the ball in overtime, mm-hmm. and I said they're going to just run it three times, and yep. they're going to set up for the field goal. And that's what they did. And I didn't like that. Um, right. Yeah, and yes, they threw an out to Michael Mayer you know, in the flat. That They weren't mm-hmm. trying to gain a bunch of yards with that particular mm-hmm. play, okay? Yeah. Um, they got conservative, and they knew that their kid could probably hit it. But I don't like putting the pressure on him in that kind of a circumstance. Go for the touchdown. Don't don't even put it on your kicker's shoulders, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let me be real clear on this. I am not part of the 
club of people that thinks that kickers aren't football players and they don't belong in the team and all this other right. nonsense I read on Twitter tonight from, you know, Skip Bayless. I, I think I said this the other day. I have a buddy that's like that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, they're part of the team. It, it's all part of it. Right. And they went, you know, yes, it was a great game. It was decided by a kicker. Sometimes mm-hmm. that happens. Okay. And, and that's why you need a good one. Right. So, I didn't like the fact that they just put it all on his shoulders. I would have much rather had them go try to score a touchdown, and if they had to kick it, then you kick it, right? right. But you know, they got the win, right? Yep, and, and they got it done. But uh, but so 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 those were some of the things that I didn't like. Truman with a super sticker. Appreciate you, Truman. Maybe he feels <laughs> bad that that questioning my faith in Marcus Freeman. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Sandy Grove says, I don't think people realize how powerful the transfer rule has become. It is it is really leveling the playing field, literally. Well, there was a lot of transfers on Florida State, if that's yes. what he's referencing. Yes. Um, everybody yes. that made a play in that game uh, outside of the of, of Travis <laughs> it felt like it was a transfer. Yeah, because Deshaun Corbin didn't transfer this year. He transferred from Texas A&M last year, the year right. before. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of transfers for and them, the especially kid, up front. kid that caught a touchdown was from Kansas. The kid right. that got all the sacks from Georgia. But like, a lot, it, of, that, a lot yeah. of that to me tonight was, was Notre Dame just not playing well. Agreed. And, and, but Sandy's right. I mean, the transfer portal is, is that. But, hey, let's be honest, too. Uh, Notre Dame's – Star on offense tonight was a transfer portal guy. Yeah, no in question. Jack Cone. No so, question. Uh, but look, defense offensively, the big, the big issue, and we hinted a little bit about it before. But it, look, the offensive line just was bad. They weren't good. Uh, the left side of the line, especially Blake Fisher, had some good moments and some not so good moments before he went out. Michael Carmody struggled majorly, in my opinion. I thought, at least from what I saw, um, Zeke Carell really str- he's regressed again. One game, one game. We're just talking about tonight's game, right? Yeah. But he regressed from what we saw last year. He was getting knocked back. He, he wasn't moving his feet. The line as a whole was doing a lot of catching. Yeah. Uh, didn't see Kane Madden moving people. I thought Josh Lug was the only guy that I really noticed is playing well. Uh, I, I thought their pass pro was surprisingly poor, Yeah, in my opinion. There were a couple of clean pockets, but yeah. not nearly enough. No. And and one time they did get a clean pocket. Cone did a really nice job of climbing the pocket and getting rid yeah. of the ball. Uh, something we 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 need to we needed to see more of in the past that we saw tonight. But the offensive line is is got to come a long way if this team is going to reach its potential. Again, game one, right, right, game one, game one, but new the, new the group, concern, hostiles, you know, all that. Yeah, the concern for me, Vince, and I want to hear your thoughts on this because you focused more on the line tonight than I did. That's why I want I want to. It's difficult wanna, for me. I want to say it, but I want to. You know, I want to. The way we do it is, you know, so I'm at the game. I'll, I'll I'll watch more of the the stuff you can't see on TV. And Vince will right. focus on the line, and we communicate between series. But the concern for me, we said before the game, I can live with the missed assignments. I can sure. live with the fact they they missed on some taunt stunts. I can live with the fact that Michael Carmody's feet, you know, didn't get out on a on an edge rush. I, I he's never seen speed like that before. I get it. He was thrust into a tough spot. Some of that stuff I'm okay with. Muff snap, you know, by Jarrett Patterson, a couple of those from him. Rusty, I get it. What I'm not okay with is the fact that they just did not come off the line hard. You said it to me. I want you to repeat the comment you said to me. They were catching a lot, which which was problematic, but there was another thing that was even more problematic, Vince, and it was the comment you made to me on the phone as we were kind of prepping for the yeah, show yeah, about the Florida State D-line against yeah. the Notre Dame O-line. It felt like the Notre Dame – it felt like the Florida State guys wanted it more. Uh, and it felt like, and and the, the reason I say that, 
is because the Florida State defensive line was just firing off the ball like they were like they were being shot out of cannons, mm-hmm. and Notre Dame was catching it. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. oh, okay, guys. Yeah, you need to take the fight to the defense, yeah. right? You need to take the fight to the defense. You know what the snap count is. You know when the ball is going to be snapped. There's mm-hmm. no reason the defense should be getting a better jump on things than you are. And it felt like the majority of the night that that was the case. Yeah. Um, again, one game. Let's see what they do when they're at home. Again, right. it's going to be Toledo, so I don't put a whole lot of stock in that either. But right. you can see, you can see if they adjust. But this okay. is why it's good to have that kind of game in a week. Right. Two. Right. But it was very disappointing because right. Florida State clearly wanted it more than Notre Dame yeah. in the trenches tonight, uh, going up against Notre Dame's offense. Vince, I remember, I remember back in. Um, Truman, uh, I, I meant the bandwagon uh, Notre Dame fans, not Brian and Vince. Appreciate you clearing that up. Yeah, God, there's already people Truman. like ready to fire comparing Van Go- him to Van Gogh. Come on, give me a break. Yeah, seriously. Um, but there was uh, there was thanks, another Truman. comment that we're going to get to. There was another super chat that we're going to get to be- when we start talking about the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's a really good point, and I was can't it remember this who one said from Bronx it. ND fan. Yeah, any chance BK told for him to go conservative was Freeman playing not to lose the game. We'll we'll, we'll get into that because I think there's more to it than that. Yeah. Thank you again for Bronx for the super chat. That's awesome. Thank um, you. Uh, and, and look, super chats like this do help me make sure I have a little bit more money, maybe for a little nicer hotel next time. So yeah, there you go. I mean, look, um, Brian and I are already planning our trip to Vegas next year. Yeah, Vince texted okay. me yesterday as soon as he saw that game. <laughs> BYU in Vegas, he's like, uh. uh Company company road trip, so <laughs> cool. Let's get it done. But the point I wanted to make, Vince, um, I remember the 2017 game against Bama with the O line, and I remember the 2017 game against against um, uh, was it uh, Miami? Both mm. of those games, I thought the offensive line for Notre Dame got outplayed. Yeah, right. But they didn't get out fought. They battled. Right. They still, you know, they just didn't play well. Tonight, I thought they got outfought up front, and that's a problem for me. It looked a lot more like 2019 than it did 2020. Sure. Again, game one. So this is just – I'm not making a sweeping conclusion of what it's going to look like the next 11 games. Right. I'm saying tonight, that happened. I agree. And that's a problem. I agree. There's a lot for the offensive line to work on. And mm-hmm. again, Notre Dame got the win. And and I will also say this. I will also say this. Florida State clearly – was they built their defensive game plan around stopping the run. Yes. Okay. They clearly did that. So there was a lot of stuff coming at the offensive line. Yes. Okay. And I'm I'm not making an excuse. Okay. What I am saying is uh, Florida State looked at how do you beat Notre Dame? It's stop the run. We had a a guy in our chat say that, you know, this is the way to beat Notre Dame is stop the run. Clearly that's what Florida State thought as well. They said, we're going to make Jack Cone beat us. And in the past – that may have worked. And Jack Cohn was said, okay, and, fine. And, and that's exactly right. right. Jack Cohn, this isn't last year's Notre yeah. Dame team. This, this, and I'm not gonna I'm not saying Ian Book. I'm just saying this isn't last year's team. You have mm-hmm. to do more than stop the run to beat Notre Dame. And they proved right. that tonight with the right. way that they did they played in the past game. Right. Okay. It, I still have a problem though, Vince, averaging two point oh, nine two yards and seventy three rushing yards against a team that gave up 199 yards yes. a game last year. Oh me absolutely. And, and, and you went from last year you rushed for for two uh, what was it? Going to their rush defense. Notre Dame game three hundred and fifty three yards last year. Right. Against this defense. On the ground. 
right? And this year they went for 65, almost yeah. 300 yeah. fewer yards. It's a problem. Okay, That's a it, big problem. That's a problem. That goes beyond just Florida. Because Florida State stacked the box and tried to stop the run last year, and they still couldn't stop it. Right. So there, there's a lot to work on there. Yes, no question. I, I just wanted to say that their right. game plan was clearly to stop the run. Hundred percent. The yeah. difference is, is that last year when teams were able to do that, like when you know Notre Dame didn't necessarily always have the weapons. I thought the receivers played well tonight when got given the chance. Right. Uh, I thought that they, they got took open. advantage of one on ones. Yeah, I mean they, they got open. Yeah. Braden Lindsay needs to make a little better play on that ball, but it was underthrown enough where I understood it. Joe Wilkins Jr. made a great play on that touchdown ball. That's what you, Hey, give your guys a chance to go make plays. Kevin Austin made some great plays. They were getting open. Lawrence keys was open several times. Braden got open. I'll tell you an example of Jack Cohn's savviness that I really appreciated. They ran a play. It was on one of their second half touchdown drives. He ran a bootleg and technically Meyer mayor, who was the number one read on a bootleg. They had mayor did a slide. So it's just a quick outcut. And then Braden Lindsay was coming across on a, on a on a drag from the backside. Technically, Mayer was open, and Jack Cohn could have thrown it to him, and I wouldn't have criticized him for it because technically his first read is open for all the people that say he didn't go to a second read. But he saw in his peripheral that Braden Lindsay was streaking by and there was no defender. And so he goes off Mayer and quickly just snaps a ball off to Braden Lindsay coming on a drag for a big game. Right? Like that's the kind of stuff where like a less pass-savvy quarterback just takes that, takes that slide route. Right. Right. And th- that's an, another example of something I really liked from Jack Cohn tonight. But overall, a lot to like about the offense. Skill, I mean, the play Kyron Williams made on his touchdown reception was tremendous. Kevin Austin had a, a big night, four catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. He had a really good night. Michael Mayer, when, his, when he wasn't making those silly mistakes that we've seen him do in the past, he's got to clean up. He was also had some big moments I mean, tonight. He caught nine balls. Yeah. I mean- yeah, he, nine, he should have been eleven. Yeah, he caught he caught nine balls yeah. and averaged almost yeah. fifteen yards a catch. Right, absolutely. So, Joe Wilkins made a big play. Yeah, uh, you know, like I said, uh, Kyron, uh, Kevin Austin, and Braden Lindsey combined for six catches for one hundred and thirty yards. Love that, right? And if and, the and, line, and, go ahead, Vince. I was to say before people get on us about uh, our comments on on uh, Joe Wilkins and saying that he's not like a number one receiver. He's, I just because he not. made a great play yeah. in the end zone, but guess what? He was targeted one time, right. and made well, a play. He and wasn't open a whole lot other times either, well, right? But but that's where right. Joe Wilkins can help you. But yeah. well, we say he's a good complimentary yeah, player, exactly. Right. And he did right. his job tonight. Don't feel the need to have to respond to that, Vince. That don't well, don't let people like that look. Stay on track. That's what Joe Wilkins can do, right? Yes. And you and I, you and I, you and I disagreed a little bit on that. I think Joe can be a little bit more than you think he can. But again. One catch doesn't define mean that he again, one catch, right. one target. Yeah. Right? And and he did a great job. And that's what you want to see from Joe. That's exactly what I'm but saying. There was yes. other times he struggled to get the separation you need. But but again, so what? He he's gonna make that kind of play. It was similar right. to the play he made at the beginning of the blue gold game when he outplayed Cam Hart for the ball. Right. Right. So so no, you never said he sucked. It's just he's not a go-to guy. <laughs> right. Exactly. Vince, let's transcend transition to the defense. Okay. This was the weirdest oh my game I've ever seen because for parts of this game, Domination. if you just stopped watching this game, like in the middle of the second quarter, you're like, man, Notre Dame dominated for Domination. They had negative yards for like three or four drives, you right. know, until they busted off that ridiculous that, run, yeah. right? I mean, just just domination. The front just dominated Florida State. Um, Jordan Travis was running for his life. Yeah. They, 
they, there, there was nothing that Florida State could do. I was like, this game is over early. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, he was he was flustered. It was obvious when they tried to throw the ball. Uh, I was so impressed with. I mean, we talked about Isaiah Foskey, for example. This is why okay. you don't worry too much about practice players. Exactly. You just, you know, I texted you that. I go, apparently Foskey's a gamer, right? right. He's a guy that's going to come out and he's going to produce yep. in the game. Jason Adamiola, for the most part, from what I saw, again, I didn't see him as much in the second half, but the first half, him Man. and Foskey were just animals. And and Justin was just in the backfield. Justin, Justin and Jason combined on a sack. <laughs> On which a play, is, which is really cool, by the way. Yeah, we got a we got a super chat here, Vince from Cool Mike. I love love the name, by the way. Once Florida <laughs> State won their challenge on the incomplete pass, how does it not turn into grounding? I thought the same exact. That was thing, my, right? I texted that to Brian. I said, "Well, okay, if it's an incomplete pass, then that's why be is it not grounding?" There's some some horrible calls. There was a bad holding on Nana on the 89 yard touchdown run that didn't get called. Uh, the 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 roughing the non roughing the oh punter my. like if that's not like the. Like if I was doing teaching tape for officials on this is roughing and this is running into, that's the clip I'm using for the. I mean, he hit him square in the body and flipped, and it wasn't like a fake job where he's like Brian he spun him around. Well, kickers get spun around all the time because they act right. He, this was not Jay Bramlett flat got blasted, you know, yes. and, and how that's not just uh, because the Florida State kid goes like this doesn't right. mean that he that didn't was a hit him. Horrible call, yeah, horrible. Call. And that almost turned the game completely yes. around. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, because that would have been a first down for Notre Dame. Yeah, should have been a first down for Notre Dame. Yes, there, you know. But again, this is why you don't leave games in the hands of officials. Absolutely, because when you go to Florida State, as we learned in 2014, if they have a chance to impact the game in the in oh, Florida State, and look, anyone that's fought Rochester College football the last 30 years, Vince, you and I, others, we know that's how it's going to be in Florida State. It's been like sure. that for decades, right? So you know it's going to be that way. You can't allow them – you can't al- put yourself in a position where the officials can impact that play. We've got a super right. chat from Craig Sebring. Craig, thank you very, There's very much. There's at least much. one above that, I think, from Tommy uh, that we missed. Let me go find it because if I don't get Tommy's, he's going to be mad. <laughs> All right, Tommy Guns, I need you to hire me before that company trip. I keep telling you, man, you stop complaining about the ads and stuff. We may have to think about that. Tommy dropping like hint after hint. Um, uh, Thanks, all these super chats you leave, I'm going to hire you and paying you the money you gave me back right back. So that's basically <laughs> how it's going to be. Thanks, Tommy. Uh, but thanks for that. thanks for that, Tommy. I appreciate you very much. But yeah, Vince, w- this game was strange because there were times it was dominant. Yeah, there were parts of the team that played. There was times the linebackers looked great. Times the linebackers looked bad. Yeah, I want to talk a couple of big picture things. First of all, one mistake that I think the defense made in this game, coaching wise, there's a few. Early in the game, they were doing wholesale almost second-team substitutions. Like the play where they had the 89-yard touchdown, I think Kyle Hamilton was one of only maybe two starters in the game at that time. One thing I liked about how Clark Lee did substitutions and Mike Elko is they would kind of have look sort of a half-and-half after the first couple series. The first two touchdown drives, you go back and watch the game, it was on on the defense was almost entirely second-teamers. So second-teamers on the front, second-teamers a linebacker, and then even a second-teamer in the secondary. And and that to me you can't you can't do that, you, right? You, you can't make that kind of wholesale second team substitution. I thought that was a mistake. Um, I thought we saw early in the game we saw a lot of versatility, a lot of diversity. The first series they went three four personnel. The second series they went four three personnel. Uh, early on, Florida State had no answers for that. Nope. They found some answers in the second half. And Notre Dame never adjusted. And Notre Dame went away from the four down a lot in the second yeah. half. 
Yes. And I don't think people say why they go why they, why were they so concerned? They weren't conservative. The, it wasn't about that. They were still bringing pressures. The problem was Florida State started moving the line left and right. Mm-hmm. And what was happening was Notre Dame was doing a lot of stunts with the linebackers, and the linebackers were flowing. And basically, what Florida State was doing by a lot of their 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 left right stuff, and they were doing those really long like Wake Forest. Now they were doing that Wake Forest stuff where they like ride that inside way long. They were getting the Notre Dame linebackers to over pursue, and because Notre Dame was in a three down front, and they the, the, when they were going left right, you can't bring as much vertical pressure. So it was actually Florida State coaching really well that did that and Notre Dame had no answers. They didn't adjust to that at all. And, and it got them in trouble where then they started opening up run lanes and it neutralized the defensive line because you took a defender out. So you did the first right. step towards neutralizing your defensive line. And then they started putting Foskey off the ball linebacker a lot more in the second half when they were going four down fronts. And then you and then you negated his ability to impact the game the way it could. He didn't have any sacks in the second half because he wasn't put in a he lot of pass opportunities. Yeah. Right. That was a mistake. Right. And again, they just didn't make enough adjustments. Like so Florida State figured it out and Notre Dame didn't adjust. And and, and there were times where like they had like Kaiser on one outside and JD Bertrand on the backside outside, almost like a like a, a three-two almost at times. They did a lot of three-three stack at times. And to me, when Florida State figured that out, Notre Dame didn't do anything to adjust and and to to balance it. Now, the other reason I think it looked like they weren't as attacking enough is because they were freaking dog-tired in the second half. And this is why we said before the game, you can't let this be a game in the second half because that's when the humidity and the heat's going to get it get to you. And we saw that. And, and so I just felt like schematically they didn't get conservative. They just got out coached in the second half, and they didn't, yeah. they didn't make adjustments. And that's a big concern for me. I love Marcus Freeman. I think he's got an incredibly bright future. But that's something where Clark Lee – was was really good at it was almost like a reverse of what we've seen under clark lee it's like in under clark lee like teams would move the ball early then he'd make adjustments and shut you down tonight yeah. and they dominated early right once they made adjustments they didn't they weren't able to counter now they went to four down in the second in the, in the overtime right i believe and stopped them well and i and i want to make a comment about the being tired thing because here's what happens when you're tired then you start to cheat and when you cheat because because you're tired, that's when they started losing contain on the outside. Because they they you know then your your eyes are in the backfield. You're doing things. You get off get off schedule with what you're what you should be doing. Right? Does that make mm-hmm. sense, Brian? Yep. Mm-hmm. They were losing contain a lot. They were, they were there was just they were getting outside and and it just it was ugly. It, frankly, it was ugly. Um, mm-hmm. and, but I agree with you that they were getting tired and it was, yeah. it was very obvious. And just the inability the to make adjustments and, and, yeah. and the, the decision to ride to three, four, when your defensive line was dominating the way it's it was in the first half. Dominant. I didn't understand that. I, I really didn't understand that. I, I'll be honest with you. And that's going to be, have to be something they're going to have to look back and see. we got a couple super chats real quick. Yeah, do it. Your boy, Connor Patton said, did you know Mackenzie Milton was coming back from that's- injury? That's sarcasm because they were hammering it on the TV broadcast. What I, that he was coming back from an injury? Yeah, I mean, this is why I don't listen to the broadcast. Hammering the it, and somebody else made a comment about, uh, you know, do you think they hammered it too much or whatever? But like, you know, his first pass uh, that he completed, right? They're like, "Welcome back to college." Fl-. I mean, they, yeah, they abused that particular yeah. story. It's great that the kid came back. Don't get me wrong, but they. They love it. And, and, and I'll tell you what, that was brilliant coaching by Florida State. They held on to him until the second half, 
and Notre Dame was was having enough trouble with Jordan Travis, and they lost contain on him a lot they in did. this game, especially in the three downs. But then when they came back to him, and he's more of a passer, and he can kind of make those kind of you know that little shovel that he did, which was yeah. which was really a great play. That was a great play. Some point. of it at times you kind of got to give credit to Florida State to say, hey, they just had some really well designed, well executed plays. But there's also a one of the a really poor tackling game, and that's something that we talked about. Notre Dame struggled last year. They were a poor tackling team last year. That reared its ugly head again. It did. And, it and and it wasn't just missing tackles in space. It was miss. It was taking poor angles. Yeah. I mean, you got your All American, and we'll get into him in a second. You know, just whiffing on an eighty-nine yard touchdown run. You can't have that. Right. You, you can't have. That. There was three whiffs on that particular play. Yeah. But yeah. You, you just you can't have that. And so that and something's got to get cleaned up too. And two were second teamers. Yeah. And that's there's yeah. a reason that they're second teamers. I mean, right. I, just, I. Well, but I guess I I'd push back on that a little bit. It's because some. I mean, Riley Mills, I thought played a heck of a game. Agreed. Uh, I I thought that that um, I, I thought just, Justin Adamiola played a really good game. Yeah. There was their second teamers like a lot of those guys can play. It's just like you know your boy Bo Bauer. You know what I mean? Like he, but you don't put them all in at once. Well, and that's so I guess that's my issue. I'm I'm completely biased um, against the the second teamer that I was referring to, which was Shane. I, Simon. Yeah. He's had yeah. a bad game. I mean, every time he, I he got somewhat held, but he got held because he was not aggressive. He if you, allows if you himself to get held, more, Brian. Exactly. No, I'm I'm with yeah. you. I'm, I agree. Technically, he should penalty should have been called. Sure. But he should have never put them in position where they could have held him. Right. JD Bertrand didn't get held. Right. Exactly. exactly. By the way, JD Bertrand finished with 11 tackles. He, he which means Notre Dame starting Will linebacker. <laughs> Here we had go. Almost as many tackles in one game. Yes. As the previous Will linebacker had last year in 11. He had mm-hmm. 14 tackles in 11 games. J.D. Bertrand had 11 tonight. Six of which were solos. Correct. He so, played a good game. Yeah, he played absolutely. a good game. Drew White, and, I thought, played a really good game, too. I thought he did, too. Yeah. yeah. They, they neutralized him in the second half. That's one of the yeah. things they did. They did a great job because Drew was just flying downhill in the first. I mean, he was aggressive. And same with J.D. What they That stuff, again, a lot of the left and right stuff, the really slow zone – the backs were like kind of waiting on a crease to come, and then bam, they were getting the linebackers having to go left, right, and Notre Dame didn't have an answer for it. And I still say the answer would have been to go more four down and, and, and attack. Sure, yeah, and and then that forces them to spill and bounce, and then you can use your speed to your advantage. You know, Absolutely. so I thought that was a coaching mistake, you know, but by by the coaches. So, but I thought the the second team linebackers weren't as effective. The second wave of linebackers wasn't yeah. as effective. Uh, but the D line when they were like, they've got to mix in Howard Cross and Jacob Lacey with the guys on the first team. They got they can't have Nana in there with three other second teamers. Right, exactly. You know, you uh, I thought he played hard, but he played like a guy who was getting his first real experience. But he was played hard. I thought uh, got held on one particular play uh, that 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 didn't get called. I think he also got held on that long touchdown run, uh, but. Yeah, they're just going to have to clean some. They're going to have to rethink some of that stuff, Vince. Mm-hmm. Some of that. Um, I agree. Some the substitution patterns, yeah. just kind of how they go about things. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have faith that they'll figure that out. I agree. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, I we'll see. Um, I agree. Let's let's talk about the secondary, uh, Brian. I thought the corners in coverage appeared from yes. my angle. Yeah. Right. I thought they played well. I, I uh, wrote in my post game game observations. I thought they were sticky all night long. And and I'll even when they got that. tired, I, I thought they I thought they were sticky all night. I thought they played good football. Yeah, I, I really did. I thought that 
you know, Cam was good on vertical stuff. I thought that Clarence played solid football. They didn't test the corners a whole lot, partly for the same reason Notre Dame didn't throw a ton to their receivers because they didn't have time. Sure. They hardly ever had time to just drop back and, and go to the corners. I thought early that thought the corners were good in the run game or the pass game. I mean, run game early. You know, Cam came up and blew up a screen early in the game, uh, which was really good. B place with Super Chat. Hey, guys, worked tonight, but watched the game from my phone. Offense needs to be more physical. Yes, but it's the first game. Loved what I saw from Jack Cohn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Defense didn't look great against the run, but good pressure on the QB. Nailed it. Yeah. B place yeah. nailed it. And again, I appreciate the, and we're out. I appreciate the Thanks, Super guys. Chat. It's yeah, a- yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 No doubt. No doubt. I think there's a couple um, other um, the five dollar ones that we may have missed. Okay, uh, I, I thought I got them all, but they, yeah. you guys are just rolling them in too quickly. Which is fantastic, by the way. With yeah. all the support. Oh, Connor, I was getting flashbacks to BBG defense showed flashes, but allowed too many points. Kelly will have a talk with Freeman. Can we just stop with the BBG comparisons? Okay, no comparison. None. There's none. none. Florida State made some big plays. They had some first game mistakes. There was not an unsound defense. It was a. Right. It wasn't always a well executed defense. They didn't make adjustments. It was nothing like a Brian Van Gorder defense. All right. So let come on. Yeah. You know. Let let's no. It, it, back back on point, Vince. But but I thought I thought um, I thought corner wise, I thought they played well in the pass game and run game early. The second half, they were dragging. Yeah, and that hurt them in tackling. Look, when your when your legs are shot, that's going to kill you in the ta- in tackling. No question, no question. Because yeah. then you start diving at things, and you did. It's just you lose when you're tired. You you lose your fundamentals. Right. That's the easiest way for me to put it. You get you get sloppy with your fundamentals, and and that leads to missed tackles. Yep. Um. That's it, and it was clear that that was the case. Yep. So yep. let's talk, let's talk safeties. Obviously, Kyle Hamilton ended up with two interceptions, which was good, mm-hmm. uh, especially the second one. The ground that he covered on that second interception that was, was a, a why he's an All-American. Freaky I, I, play. Just unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Um, but he needs to be better in his tackling. I, I, I think – Go you, ahead. I think, I think, Vince, I think you, I, I would throw them both in the same – what you're going to say in the same thing. Okay. I thought at times the safety, the starting safeties were really good. Yeah, especially Kyle because he had those two picks. Huge. the The second one. So, did you notice that not only did he come off the hatch, but did you notice they blew a coverage? So they had a guy covered, and then when the quarterback scrambled, he the 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 whoever that receiver was turned up field, and there was a miscommunication. Two guys thought they were, the other guy was going to take him. Gotcha. They both stopped, and he took off running. It was a blown coverage. Kyle saw it comes off the hash as you did see that part and, and picks it off. I mean, and then stays in bounds. Yeah. Then we saw our first NIL penalty. Okay. We saw our first name image likeness penalty. Cause what does he want to do when he makes that play? He wants to show everyone his face. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Rip your helmet off. Show everyone your face. Okay. Your first NIL penalty, 15 yards, you get knocked back. You, you can't do that. You're an all American. You can't do that. Um, very, very poor. Go back to your bench and rip your helmet off. Right. Don't rip and your helmet he, yeah. off to the crowd because, again, that's thing, why I say it's an NIL penalty is sure. what I call that. And he was on Florida State sideline. Exactly. Like, oh, man. Like, that's also not That's also not smart, you know. Right. But yeah. uh, Good point. But, he, but the plays he made were phenomenal. But then he has the whiff on the 89-yard touchdown. And then on Florida State's last scoring drive, he got smoked on a corner route for to, to convert the – I mean, he, got, he gave up some plays too. He yeah. also – but here's the thing I like about it. If you're going to do dumb plays and get beat, you better give me something that makes up for it. 
And he had two huge plays that made up. Yeah, he did. He got a little peaky in the backfield. We didn't talk about Isaiah Pryor. Oh, yeah. Isaiah Pryor, when he was blitzing off the edge, was really good. That's his Isaiah wheelhouse. Pryor, when he was dropping in coverage, was really bad. Yeah. They got lucky a couple times, one with Pryor, one with Hamilton. The one with Pryor is the guy actually ran out of bounds. He didn't know where he was on the field. He ran out of bounds. Jordan Travis threw the ball inbounds. It was early in the game, and the guy like dove back, and the ball landed in front of him. That was not on Jordan Travis. The receiver literally ran out of bounds <laughs> and, and tried to turn back and slipped out of bounds and tried to make the catch. That should have been a 10-yard gain. And then Hamilton got beat on a play early, too, that would have converted a first down, but they ended up calling it back because there was an eligible man downfield. Kyle was looking at Jordan Travis and just turned his guy completely loose. So there was a lot of that tonight from the defense, a lot of that. Not just yeah. from Kyle, but a lot. I mean, gap mistakes. And, and, and when you do more three down, there's more guys needing to fit into a sure. gap from a second or third level. That's the other danger of that, right? And this is also why we said during the summer, this defense is going to give up more big plays. It just is. It's the nature of the defense. But it's also going to make a lot more plays. And that's what we weren't seeing enough of tonight, but we did see it. We saw the two interceptions, right? We, sure. we saw the third interception was off a tip ball to Clarence Lewis picked off, right? We saw a ton of disruptive plays in the backfield. So we still saw some of that, but it just – some of this stuff needs to get cleaned up, you know. And and to me, Vince, that, that was the – Safety play was a perfect example. Houston's the same thing. Very productive in the run game. Absolutely. And on some perimeter screens. He was he was rolling downhill yes. like he was on skates. He was probably their best tackler. He ended up with eight tackles. He was probably their best tackler tonight. They, they had him come off the edge one time, yeah. um, and, and yep. he was filling the alley. And there was one play – where he was playing safety, okay? He was back at his safety position, and he came down and made a play like a linebacker yeah. when the play yeah. was, like, right up the middle. Um, and if it's not for Houston Griffith, that guy's still running. Um, yes. And, and so, I mean, he made plays in the run game, no right. question about it. But then you don't use good technique on the on and, the wide fade, and, and you, you get, get beat, beat for a touchdown. Right. Right? Like, that's the thing is you can't make those. You're a senior. Right. You can't make those kind of mistakes. Now, again, game one. We're going to say sure. the same thing about him. We said about every other position. Game one. If you clean that stuff up, he was really good. Like, if you could just take that one play out, he was really good. Yeah. But it doesn't work like that because that yeah. one play was seven points. Exactly. Well, actually, it was six points. It was six because they missed yes. the extra point. Right. So yeah. you gave up six points. You you got to eliminate that stuff. But that's also why I'm saying, hey, look, this is why I'm not as discouraged as maybe some other people are. Yeah. Because we we knew we'd see some mistakes. Now, there was way more mistakes than we anticipated. I'm not trying to pretend like I was like, ah, they're going to give up 38 right. points. I knew it all. No, I'm not saying that. But, like, Ooh. we knew there was going to be some sloppiness. We warned y'all to be some sloppiness. And then there was sloppiness times two, mm -hmm. right? And that's the issue that we had. But a lot of this stuff is correctable, Vince. Like, 99% of the stuff on defense is correctable. Right. Uh, they're the, – and. You gain more experience. You're, you're, you're hopefully going to eliminate. If if these coaches are as good as you and I both think that they are, sure, they're going to clean this stuff up. But it's got to get cleaned up because there's going to be offenses down the road. They're going to take more advantage of, of of what we saw than what we saw tonight. Um, and, and, I, and I think philosophically they need to realize, and I, I guess I mean Brian Kelly, um, that you need to continue to score. Yes, um, you know, don't then, go. Don't then your defense your can hole. pin its ears back and go attack. Right. Exactly. You know? I think it's a different ball game. You know, they were up eighteen. They put another touchdown on the board. Yeah, I think game over. And I and I right. and I honestly, I did think it was going to be game over. Um, what was what was going on? It was the middle of the third quarter, right? Uh, there was a it was it a turnover? 
was it the interception? Maybe it was the interception. I can't even remember. But I, I remember I texted you. I was like, they scored a touchdown here. It's game over. They did. They went up 18. They needed to continue with their foot on the gas. And I, I that's what I want to see. You're laughing because I'm guessing there's a super chat yeah. that's yeah. There, there's another there's another one at least above this, but go ahead. There's with those. two. There's okay. I'm caught. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh let's see here. Oh man, you get a ton of super chats tonight, folks. Love it. Yeah. Ian Moran, the super chat. Thank you very much. Lack of shots to wide receivers in the first half was frustrating. Jack Cohn was 10.5 per attempt. That's refreshing. I was bipolar with Reese play calling tonight. I love this play calling. And the lack of shots to the receivers early, I'm telling you, I'm at the game. It was an O-line problem. Number one, right. they threw a exactly. three flicker to a receiver early. And it was just they, short. Right. They threw a deep ball to Brayden Lindsay early. Short. There were things there. It's just often he didn't have time to get there. Right. The throw that I brought up to Braden Lindsay would have been would have been a first half shot, but he got rushed before he could get the ball off. So again, you've got to be able to understand. Well, why wasn't he taking shots to receivers? Number one, I don't care who he takes deep shots to. I just want to take deep shots. Okay, but there were plenty of deep shots. Right. It just in the second half, especially. I mean, they had two touchdowns on deep shots. You had another deep shot to. to to, to Kevin Austin on a third and one, by the way, which I loved. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, yeah. They, he was also really aggressive in third and some third and shorts, which I yep. I love that. And and look, guys. So so the the stat program that that they use right keeps track of big plays, mm -hmm. and they consider big plays gains of fifteen or more. Notre Dame had twelve of those. Yes. Okay. Uh, through the air, and I'm, yes. that's what I'm talking about passes. And all but one of them went beyond twelve right. in the air. Yes, you know exactly. Yes, all so, two of them. Excuse me. And then they had one on the ground where Chris Tyree gained twelve yards. Right? Uh, it was. So, uh, I thought it was Kyron Williams. Uh, it says well, it on says the Chris draw. Tyree, okay, twelve yard gain. No, uh, Kyron Williams long was seven. Chris Tyree's long was twelve. That's what I said. So, Chris Tyree. Yeah, you said Kyron Williams. It's all right. Sure? It's two o'clock it. in the morning. Well, it doesn't matter. It was, right. a, it was a, yes. What I'm saying is they had 13 big plays in this yeah. game. Okay. Which is refreshing all by itself. And 12 of those were in the past game. Right. So, you know, there was a lot of good there is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Uh, Clem Butagod. Super chat. Contain issues <laughs> killed us, especially number 57 thoughts. Uh, your three technique is not going to have contain. So, no, That's I don't think job. he yeah. was the issue with contain. Now, there, there were some times where he was the outside guy in a three down. Yes, um, but he's not the contain guy up the middle. Right, right. And 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 he's not the contain guy outside either. Those are the overhang guys. His thing is to disrupt. Right, and so, he did. No, he was I, disruptive. Again, I will go back and watch film and tell you if I have a different, a different opinion when we watch the film. But I don't think 57 was the issue. No. I think the issue was more so on the second level. To be honest with you, uh, I, I think that's it, it, the, where the front four had issues tonight. Was they gotta they gotta finish more on the quarterback? Now I less agree. mobile quarterbacks are gonna go down a lot more than Jordan Travis did. Sure, I mean he give that kid credit too. That kid that kid he battled. made plays. Like there was a couple yeah. times where he should have been sacked, and he yeah. kind of spun out and then made a play, uh, whether whether it was his legs or with his arm, mm -hmm. um, where he should have been sacked. Uh, yes, it's, and you got to give yes. him a little bit of credit for that. Yes, yes. But no, I, I but I do think contain issues were a big problem. To your point, I just don't think it was fifty-seven. That's right. right. Octavio Roca, who do you want to see play more next week, and who do you think won't play as much besides the guys who are out today? Who do I want to see play more next week? Um, 
I don't know if I really have an answer for that. I think they played so many guys. I mean, besides the guys who were out, they played a ton of guys. I, you know, maybe like see Xavier Watts more, and and I'd like to see Deion Colsey and Braden Lindsey or and Lorenzo Styles play more, and Lawrence Keys play more. They seem to do a lot of the first team, play a lot of the reps. Uh, but um, you know, I'd have to go back and look. It's kind of maybe nitpicking a little bit right now. Who do I think needs to play not as much? I'll tell you that the number two will linebacker is going to have to figure something out mm-hmm. if he wants to keep playing. And I they've got to that. find somebody because JD can't play the whole game. Absolutely. But uh, they're going to have to, he's going to have to figure something out. I, I still, I'm still on, I'm still and, on the and bandwagon. D, and DJ though. Brown has to figure something out too. Like he I, just, they, they yeah. got to find ways to avoid him in space. And I'll tell you what, if Isaiah Pryor keeps turning dudes loose like that in, in coverage, and I think part of us, I think he played a little bit more tonight too because Paul Moala got hurt again. Right. But Isaiah Pryor can't just be a one trick pony. He's sure. going to have to figure some things out in coverage because that's just not – that wasn't getting it done tonight. Because every time he's in the game, they're going to be like, yeah, let's throw the ball. Let's throw I mean, it that, that guy. That, that's what's going to happen. Exactly. And exactly. I, I'm still in favor of moving Bauer out to, to Will and at least letting him cross train. No, I definitely don't move Bauer out to Will. He can't cover me. I, I, I mean, not, His coverage tonight was so bad. I mean, he got well, – I'm not saying – I'm not even saying no, cover. Will has to I'm cover. I'm saying, okay, well, move he also needs to tackle. Move your wide out to Will. Right. He also needs to tackle. Okay, but if you're if yeah. you're missing tackles in a run game, but you can't cover in a pass game, he's just gonna throw at you, right? I mean, they're gonna go at you one way or the other. If you want to put Bo Bauer in the game, put him a mic and move Drew White out to Will. Okay. Again, I still don't love that because those are not two great cover guys, and you have to you you don't you don't like fix one bullet hole by shooting yourself somewhere else, right? Like you fix the one bullet hole, right? And that, to me, is what they need to do. Now, I don't mind seeing Bo play more. What I was thinking in my head is maybe there's snaps where, like you said, you can maybe put Drew White there. Maybe occasionally you could put Jack Kaiser there against a team like Florida State. Sure. That's fast, you know. And then maybe a team like Wisconsin, you put Drew and and Bo in the game together. But they're going to have to figure something out, Vince, because Shane's just got to play better. Simple as that. I mean, I agree. And, and and Isaiah Pryor too. Those two guys on the field, they're they're liabilities in different, completely different ways, right? Sure. Like that's a perfect example too. Is Isaiah as a run defender is all really good, yeah. But then he gets exposed in the pass game. Shane yeah. gets exposed in a run game. They're gonna have to figure out some answers there because tonight wasn't good enough. This is the thing I was laughing at, Vince. Oh. Logan Hale says, worried about the O-line, but don't think we should be executing anyone just yet. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat and for the humor. Uh, <laughs> no, we're, we are not in favor of any beheadings yeah. or you know lethal yeah. injections, none of that. Yep. yep. We're good. We're good. Uh, another super chat from, from him. Thoughts on DN, DN contain issues, especially Jason Adamiola caused about three huge plays, spinning, crashing inside, Freeman not coaching basic QB contain. Again, that's not his job on those particular plays. I do not believe I don't I didn't see them using that particular big end to do that all night. His job was to disrupt, get the quarterback, either to get to the quarterback or disrupt the quarterback. And then it's up to pursuers to get to him. So I'll go back and watch the film. I could be wrong on that. You know, again, that's why we got to go back and watch the film, but I did not see that. Um, so just just I yeah, I, I didn't see it. So uh Jack Maluli with the super chat. Appreciate that, it. Jack. Thanks, man. Uh, and then, so I think that is it for the super chats now, Vince. So we can kind of okay. finish up on the safety play. So, so yeah, it was a lot of good, a lot of bad, you know. And the bad was really bad, and the good was really good. Right. I got to clean up the really bad. Houston's yep. got to use better technique. He's got because it, it it was a situation where it was good game planning by Florida State. 
they went empty. I, be, I believe it was an empty play. And so that forced Houston to come down and man, that's not where Houston's at his best. Mm-hmm. It was a good play call. They got a they got a fast guy matched up against your safety, your strong safety, sure. basically. Yeah. That's the matchup you want. And they went yeah. to it. Houston has to recognize that. And and I'd rather you give up a six yard outcut for completion than to just flat foot and then be late on your and that transition. That was the problem. That was get, the problem. It was a flat foot exactly. situation. And, and he was and he was five yards off the line of scrimmage, which is yeah. where he's supposed to be. I mean, he right. was lined up correctly, but the path that he took to cover the receiver was just not he was beat instantly. Right. Right. I mean, absolutely instantly. And look, it's a great throw by the QB. I mean, right. he put it right in the kitchen of the right. right. It was a great and the receiver throw. out just flat out random. Yeah. Like Houston's got and Houston's got to widen with that guy too. He didn't widen at all. He's got a he's got to widen that guy out towards the sideline. He's got to get hands on as he transitions. He just right. didn't he let get him hands on, free. didn't transition well, just like let him run by him. And again, that kind of play is gonna have people thinking you played poorly. And that's just how people are when you're watching a game, right? You're going to look at that one place. Oh, he got he stunk. He got beat. No, but that's the thing is that that one play gives you six points. Yeah, exactly. That's going to negate some of the good you did, and he's got to eliminate that stuff. He had the same play last year against Florida State. Remember when he got beat by Lawrence Tuafili on a, on the deep ball? He just flat footed and then kind of reached and grabbed. He's got to clean that up. He's 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 a senior now. Right. He can't. He can't. Um. You know. So so. We got another super chat, Brian, yeah. if you want to grab that. Yep, I see that. Fat Fish had to show up for the after game show. Got a thousand views on my new single in two days. I'll chop it up to the Irish breakdown. Shout out. No problem, appreciate man. Anything we can fish. do to help you. Yes. And we appreciate yes. the super chat as yes. well, man. Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, so Vince, defensively, again, a lot to clean up. And they're going to have to clean absolutely. up quickly because this is a short week. And and Toledo has a very good running back and a mobile quarterback. So that's a bit concerning, <laughs> to say the least. Absolutely. Uh, but um, do we there's ever, also a lot to like, too, again. Yeah, did, did we cover the, the, the super chat from before about uh, whether BK told him to be conservative or not? Yeah, we did. I, okay. I, I didn't specifically <laughs> reference the super chat, but the thing when I says, I don't think he was being conservative. Yeah, I think Florida State exec- yeah. made some adjustments at halftime to do. A, Florida State was kind of running like they were they were throwing a lot early. They weren't, you know, and then Notre Dame was was when especially when their four minutes were really aggressive and shooting gaps. And they they were running like they did like a at one point in time in the second series they did a double inside backer strong stunt, and like Florida State just had no answers. Well, Florida State did what good coaching staffs do, and we've been praising Mike Norvell for the last two weeks about how he's a good football sure. coach. That Florida State is ascending. But Mike Norvell made adjustments at halftime to slow the run game down, especially against the three-man front, and give your patient backs time to find those holes. And then Notre Dame's defensive ends at times did a poor job setting the edge, which allowed some bounces outside, right? And I'm going to go back. I didn't talk a lot about that because I need to go back and watch the film and see exactly what happened. And then your linebackers kind of got caught like, okay, we can't come downhill as much because they're running a lot of outside zone and, and, and a lot of mid zone, which is causing more of a, a lateral movement, which instead of that really hard down, because they were trying some inside zone stuff and they were running right into the teeth of the Notre Dame linebackers. Right. Well, they went more of the wide zone stuff in the second half, Vince, and Notre Dame didn't adjust. Right. So I don't think it was Brian Kelly telling Marcus Freeman to be conservative. I think it was it was the Notre Dame defensive coaches not making adjustments to Florida State's adjustments. Now you may, I mean, if you disagree, Vince, let me know. But that's what I didn't see in the, I didn't see him getting less aggressive. I, 
I think there was some less aggressiveness in the second half, but to a degree, you need that because the one thing Florida State did was as early as they ripped off big plays. You can't let them, when you're up 18 points, you can't let them score in two plays. Right. You got to make them earn it. You have to make them earn it. And they did. Now, the mis- there were still some mistakes, obviously, and you, and, and you need to make some stops. So to a degree, I understand not blitzing a bunch of dudes because you had just gotten ripped up on some of those things earlier in the game. I just didn't think the adjustments were good, the adjustments that they did make. Because none of them made adjustments. They went to more three-man. I just didn't think it was a good adjustment. It didn't work out. Yeah. And they just didn't really have any answers for Florida State until – really until you got to overtime. And, uh, you know, the, I just – yeah, no, look, there, there's things that, that, that Notre Dame needs to, to clean up on both sides of the ball. I mean, bottom line, they, they mm-hmm. didn't play they didn't play their best ball, and, and frankly, I don't want them to play their best ball in week one. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see improvement, and there's plenty to work on. But again, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're attacking this improvement from a standpoint of a win, okay? Mm-hmm. Which, and you and I have talked about this ad nauseum in, in other podcasts, it's so much easier as a coach to correct and and do things when you're coming off of a win than it is when you're coming off of a loss. And the way the with the way college football is right now, you know, you don't want to lose. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can't lose this game. You know, Florida mm-hmm. State's an unranked team. You can't lose this game. Right. You, you can make all the excuses that you want. It was a tough environment. It was week one, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Can't lose that game. But you can't lose that game. And they didn't. And, and they didn't. They won that game. And right. if if and I'm not saying Notre Dame's going to run the table, but if they do, it doesn't matter that they won right. an overtime by three. Right. It's a W. It's a win. And that's right. the most important thing. Yes, there's tons to clean up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. But they've got Toledo next. Yeah. Right. And that's a great opportunity to clean some stuff up. Right. They got Purdue, a great opportunity to clean some stuff up. And then, you know, it, it's then go it time. Gets real. Yeah, yeah, that absolutely that high octane Wisconsin. See, here's the thing: like a team like Wisconsin gonna be able to do to Notre Dame what Florida State did. Florida State's got some speed. Now again, not like the speed they used to have, but they got some speed. Wisconsin sure. doesn't. No, they don't. Uh, and again, yeah. even after today, still not worried about the Wisconsin game. No, I'm sorry, I'm not. And, and, and apparently, Vince, we're gonna get into some comments and questions now. Do you have any other comments you want to make? I mean, you kind of wrapped it up pretty well right there. Yeah. I want to get into some comments and questions down here before we wrap up. Apparently, Vince, I'm not a realistic Notre Dame fan. Oh, uh, uh, most realistic Notre Dame fans weren't expecting a college football playoff in 2021. We lost a lot last year. Nonsense. No, realistic Notre Dame fans should expect Notre Dame to compete for a playoff team this year. I'm sorry. I, I just completely disagree with that because Notre Dame's not the only team that freaking lost people this year. Okay. Right, Alabama exactly. lost six first round draft picks. Okay. Ohio State lost a lot. Clemson lost a lot. Clemson scored three freaking points on Saturday. Right. I mean, come on. So yes, and they've got their issues yes. too because so, they they were calling they were calling an offense for a quarterback that they don't have that they don't have on the roster. Right, Correct. exactly. So so please don't give me the whole realistic Notre Dame fans. Don't don't give me that. That no, I'm sorry, Vince. Where are you at on the? On the I'm questions? at the very top. Uh, I mean, I what know. what what time? I'm not sure how long I'll be there. Twelve thirty one. Okay, like, let's just get as many. Top. Just pull up as many questions as in, in comments right. as possible, and we'll just because we want to we want to let y'all. And we appreciate the super chats, but we want to make sure we try to get the super chats were awesome, guys. You guys were killing yep. it today. Um, here, I, I'll throw this one out there. Matt Sokolowski says dropped catches paired with missed tackles for loss made the game closer. Yeah, than and those are self inflicted wounds we talked about, Matt. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those are things that can get cleaned up, 
or should get cleaned up. And you got to think that Michael Mayer is going to come through a little better than that because that was, uh, that was, um, yeah. I'll pull some up. You read them and go. How's that okay. sound? Sounds good to me. What happened to Blake Fisher? I, I, Brian Kelly talked about that after the game. Uh, he said it looks like a knee strain is right. what Kelly said after the game. He said there wasn't any ligament involvement there, which is obviously a positive. Uh, but again, with a lot of those, you won't know to get back and the swelling goes down and, and you get them under the, and under the, uh, under the, you know, the MRI or whatever, if he's going to need one Cesar, let me see Cesar with super chat. Great way to understand the way the game was played as I did not have the chance or time to watch the game. Mm-hmm. Great live analysis. You're going to want to watch it though. There's a lot to see. Yeah, there was a lot yep. of good stuff to see too, yep. by the way, they did put 41 yep. on the board and left points yep. out there. So yep. that's a good thing people right good thing yeah let's not and somebody said the mountain man said this and he he, iowa state Notre Dame championship game big game i I aims this saturday and he's kind of joking a little bit but um that's another top 10 team that what beat northern iowa by six (laughs) right Right. you know so yeah yep yep okay back to the top bits uh yeah here we go tommy uh says brian does elston not teach a pass rush to go for the quarterback's back shoulder I know he's a good athlete. Just seemed to be able to backstep out, a uh, backstep out, spin out too many times. Yeah, well, see, you can't do that against Jordan Travis because if you go too wide on Jordan Travis, he's going to step into the pocket, and you want to get a guy like that going outside because if there's a lot of his scrambles where he ended up scrambling outside and he ended up only getting like one or two yards, he ran forever and only got one or two yards. You got to kind of pick your poison, and the last thing I want to do is let a quarterback go right up the middle. And if you're too wide with your pass rushes, you're going to let him. <laughs> step into those pockets but yes he does teach that because we we've seen we saw him do that to bryce perkins a couple years ago is our jonathan hell chemist is our offensive line really terrible or was fsu's d-line actually legit well we said it was going to be better but they made it look better than it was i mean they got a transfer from south carolina they got a transfer from uh they got a transfer from georgia they got a kid that sat out a half of last year you know was part of that deal too they have a better talent they have a better um, def- you know, defensive line, but Notre Dame made them look better with the, with what Vince said earlier, right? Vince about that they just they they out hustled Notre Dame, they yeah. out hit Notre Dame, and I that's agree. unacceptable. Yep. When you're O line, you that's never yeah, clean yeah, yeah, technique mistakes, assignment. Get, I get all that, but to sit there and say you got out hustled and out hit, come on, man, yeah, come on, come on. grab Bronx that super and let's get Brian to a full service Marriott or Hilton. How about we worry about what I'm saying, not what's behind me, okay? Um, uh, and Trevor Owen is now getting booted. So you're going to come here with that bull, Pucky. You're gone. Okay. So Florida State fan, out of here. Uh, so, yeah. So um, it, Sid it, Irish, Keys doesn't do much for me. When he gets a chance, he does nothing. Uh, again, horse Pucky. Lawrence Keys was open several times tonight, but the ball went somewhere else. That happens, okay? So – um, whatever. Some odd takes tonight. Uh, hard for me to get excited about this game from Michael Eakin. Both lines not very good. I'm sorry. The defensive line is very didn't watch, good. Didn't watch the first half of the, this game. Yeah. If you offensive think- line, Michael. I'm. I'm. That's a legitimate concern. It was a legitimate concern coming into the season, and it's just as much of a concern now as it was then. You know. So, um, yeah. It, it, but again, hard for me to be excited. You went on the road to Florida State and won a game. Is there a lot to clean up? Are there things I'm frustrated by? Absolutely. But you went on the road and beat Florida State on the road, right? That's a that's a good win. That that's something to be excited about. Notre Dame can 
in the not that long ago, if Notre Dame would have made the, as many mistakes in a game that they made tonight, they'd have lost this game. Right? This is a program Absolutely. that lost to Tulsa once, lost to Navy a couple times early in Kelly's tenure. You know what I mean? Lost to Pitt when they stunk. They got the win, guys. You know? Coach D, thoughts on the guards? I'm afraid they are too small to get much of a push. I don't think it's about size. I mean, Zach Martin's one of the best run blocking offensive linemen in the NFL, and he weighs his, you know, what, five pounds more than Zeke Carell? Right? It's about leverage and, and striking, right? leverage and strike and you can be 295 and leverage and strike z curl ain't that much is about the same weight as robert hainsey was and robert hainsey was a pretty darn good run blocker last year third round nfl draft pick he's going to be playing center in the national football league so um it's about technique it's not it's not look it's not about size Florida State's guys weren't that much bigger than Notre Dame's O-line. Caden Madden's like 310 pounds, right? I mean, he was brought here to be a mauler, right? I'm concerned about the guards based on how they played tonight, but it's not a size problem. It's a technique problem. When you're 295 and you catch, you're going to get your butt kicked. Simple as that. I mean, you're, you're just yeah. going to get your butt kicked. Brian, I want to know. I want you to know how upset I am with you for making me feel optimistic about it's the season. It's one game, everybody. It's okay. One game. I mean, it's one game. Some of these takes are just like Relax. quarterback is a B minus. What the wow. what the heck would he have had to do to not be it? Come on, man. That's terrible. Come on now. We're he not watching. Seventy four percent of his passes for three hundred sixty six yards and four touchdowns on the road had two drops that would have put him over four hundred yards, and he's a B minus. Come on. Come on. Bronx and defense. So sorry my support for IB Nation was taken as just being a smartass. <laughs> I'm good with you, man. It's all good. <laughs> it's just the first couple times I thought it was funny. The third time I was like, okay, let's stay on point. I'm sorry. It's also 2.20 in the morning, and I'm – Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. <sighs> so, so, Some of this stuff is like this. What? What? That's not even close to true. What? That I mean, again, you guys aren't watching the same game. I would challenge you to go back, Lotus, and watch the game yeah. and write down each play. Yeah. And and see how many plays that they ran. Same guy that gave Jack Cone a B minus. See, the offensive line was about a D minus. <laughs> what? And yeah. what? <laughs> it's grading on a curve, the wrong curve. Oh my goodness gracious! I don't even know what to say. Oh. <sighs> You get some more questions, Vince. Um, it, it's lots of comments. Um, a lot of people don't like the three down look because they're I don't mind the three. I don't I mind. The, I don't mind the three down look. It just you can't go to it fully with right. the personnel you have. Right. You just don't. You, you in a couple of years when you've got Jalen Sneed and Josh Burnham and and that crew, there Nolan Ziegler is your linebacking core, and you got long, rangy, athletic dudes. Cool, do it. But this group, your best position on defense is by far your defensive line. Yeah. And you started using your big-time – you know, Foskey was – they couldn't block him on the edge. And then you started putting him on the second level and dropping him. That, that to me, was – Well, it's yeah. one it, thing to do it as a change-up, Vince. It's nothing to right. do it as your primary way of attacking them. Right, absolutely agree with that, and and Sid Irish does as well. Rush Foskey, why drop him in coverage? And I I got I got dropped to two hundred four. By the way, okay, uh, I, could, I could only go so far. We lost a ton. Sorry, guys. Yeah, but I mean, it, like, it was a lot of comments, uh, which yeah. I totally get. 
Um, Jack, here we go. There's one for you. Um, I have ways of getting it. It's not about a subscription. There's no subscription that I'm aware of. Uh, Craig says Prince Kali at will. I'd give him a shot. Yeah, I, I mean, would the way, too. The way that the way that Shane played today, I, I'd give him a shot and coach him up. You know, you got to fig- you got to figure something out. You got to figure something out. I got one, Vince, while you're looking. Uh, cool. Craig Sebring, great observation. Do you think the Heat played a big role in the fourth quarter? Our D look gas. Yeah. I but also part of that, too, is you've got to make more stops early in the game to not get to that point, right? I mean, if you don't give up a couple of those big plays, then you're up by three, four touchdowns, and you know you can maybe do a little bit more wholesale rotations. But, yeah, it, it, uh, it definitely was hot there for sure, and they were worn down. We talked about that before the game, but they were making a lot of those mistakes before it got before they got worn down. Uh, Michael Krause, will Joe Alt stay at left tackle Will fifth, with Fisher out, or should Notre Dame move um, – or should should the Notre Dame center, Jarrett Patterson, move to left tackle? It's a good question. I, I, I would say I want to see how long Blake Fisher is out first before I, before I comment on that. But, I mean, Michael Carmody's got to play better, but this is Michael Carmody's first real game action, right? Um, True. True. But yeah, you get Tosh Baker and Joe Walt ready to play. I mean, you got to have some options there because if if Blake can't go, then obviously those guys are going to need to be the next the next man in as far as part, being part of the two deep. No question. Joseph Salvatore, jo- Jordan Travis escaped being sacked deep in the backfield at least five times. It was so frustrating. Yeah, it was. You got to close out. But you know, again, part of that is Jordan Travis is a really athletic player. But yeah, you 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 got to close some of those out. Apparently, my facial expressions are saying it all right now. Vince is about to fall asleep, 2 a.m., and you're all out here still grinding. appreciate yeah. it. Doing the best I can, man. I, I, <laughs> uh, Boogie Halls. Uh, uh, I'm all positive. 12-0 is a given. Tell me the main reason my prediction won't come true and rank Doke's atmosphere versus other games uh, you've been to. I like that last part. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I mean, the two games I've been to at Doke were great games. I mean, Okay, forget the whole should Notre Dame. I'm just saying, just as a college football, they, they were great games. I mean, the first game went down to the wire. This game went down to the wire. The thing I like about Florida State fans is, from my experience, and other people may have different ones, but they they seem pretty fun. You know, doesn't see a lot of you no know, fights and you know screaming at each other. It seemed pretty fun, but they're loud. They get into it. Um, when the other team is kind of getting momentum, they know it's time to get loud. It was a pretty cool environment. Um, was it as loud as Clemson's or as crazy as Clemson's? No. I've been to better places, but it's 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 a lot of history. They did some really cool stuff with Bobby Bowden tonight. The band played Amazing Grace at halftime when they had his name spelled out on the yeah. field, which was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the legendary coach passed away, so that was really cool. But, um, yeah, it's a, it a fun atmosphere. We had a re- two, two cool really flyovers during a pregame, which was really cool as well. So, yeah. Um, I want to address something that was in here. Uh, Mountain Man says Coach Kelly got upset with the lady at the presser when she asked him about it, asking about the the execution mm-hmm. thing. And then Sid Irish said BK and female reporter is not a good combo. Come on, man. He's a jerk to everybody. Like, yes. believe me, it has nothing no to do with No one's been ripped female. harder in a post-game press conference than I got after Wake Forest in 2011. Okay, right. come on. I, and I, I just want to throw that out there in defense of BK. He's not yes. some sort of a sexist and guy. He's, he, he, he knows he's, Allison as well as anyone on the beat because he does the yeah. pregame show with her. It was, right. it was, it was, 
He he's equally jerky yeah. to everybody. That's all. Yes. That's all I'll I, say. I no pro. I don't know what he said to Allison about. I know she asked the question. I don't know how he responded, but it, yes. was, it was just he was more he was more befuddled with the response from Twitter than her and the lady that he ripped a couple years ago. He does she deserved to get ripped for that. It was a bad question. Just like he'll rip me right. if I ask a question he doesn't like or other people. BK's gone off on plenty of people, so come on. Uh. Tony's pretty negative today, but I'm going to throw it up here anyway. He says, right now, there's no way we can beat anyone in the top 10, not with five to 10 yards passing and a defense that gives up that many points. In the I fourth. think he actually watched the Clemson Georgia game tonight and thought it was the Notre Dame Florida State game. 12, so, 12 big plays in the passing yeah. game. What what 12. did he say? What was it? Five to 10, not with five to 10 yards passing? Yeah. I mean, uh, Notre Dame averaged, averaged. 10.5 yards per attempt. Not reception. Per attempt. There you go. Okay. They averaged 14.6 yards per completion. And did you notice when Iowa State beat Northern freaking Iowa by six? Come on, people. Let's, hey, look, there's some people bringing up some legitimate criticisms tonight. All Absolutely. for it. Absolutely. Great questions, great observations, but some of this from Tony and I'm not trying to why I am coming down on you and I don't mean any disrespect but some of this stuff is just come on man let's just let's get to some Vince let's get to some more is this some is a more legit like, question yeah. because I was getting frustrated oh, with oh, this oh this is the one okay yeah. okay I was getting frustrated okay. with this okay you got a 4-3 guy yeah. returning kicks okay there's 40 freaking seconds left in the game you got a better chance of having Chris Tyree break one 95 yards for a touchdown then you do have going 40, 40 what, eight, 75 yards and 50 seconds with one timeout because you had to use a timeout on the first play of the second half because you didn't get the calls in right and all that other kind of stuff. Okay. Right. I'm why absolutely. the heck are you, why have Chris Tyree back there if you're going to fair get? Like you had back to back kicks that you fielded in territory, not in the end zone, and you had him fair catch it. And okay. when he caught it, there was there was there's nobody freaking near him in the now, stream. Listen, I know at times you may get pinned at the 15, but another time you may break it for 90. Right. I couldn't believe in one time he fair caught it in the middle of the field. That is the one place you never kick the ball. It's the middle of the field. And they fair caught it. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Yeah, clear, clear marching orders to fair catch it no matter where it and is. And why you don't oh 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 I was so mad. I mean yeah. it's and you knew it was going to happen. It was so, so bad. I, I'm sorry. Brian Polian is just not getting it done in, in as a, I mean, very mediocre special teams. He's got to do better. That And maybe that's Brian Kelly's call, but whoever's calling that, that's horse crap. You got one of the most explosive players in college football. Agreed. It's a running start, and you're going to fair catch back-to-back play. You know, it's it's like that is your chance to – all the momentum they just got on the score is your chance to blow it up. But it's like you're afraid to, oh, they may actually, they may actually, you know, maybe pin us at the 15. Well, the way your offense is going tonight, so what? All right. I, I agree with that too. Yeah. Give him a shot, man. Give him a shot. Uh, here we go. Uh, Michelangelo says Carmody played solid, except one play being burned bad. His run blocking had much more effort than Blake. Can't wait to hear yeah, your thoughts. He had the so I I don't think he played, I think he played solid, but I think it was more than just one, the one play where he got burned on the outside he had several mistakes but he did play hard he was physical it was and what was it was the the one touchdown touchdown run, run he blew some he blew it was johnson me, he blew jermaine it was, johnson up. it was jermaine johnson yeah. the kid who was on yeah. fire <laughs> yeah yeah just put him on his back yeah. and it was 
beautiful. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, Sydney Moore has an interesting take. First true non-COVID road test since the Michigan debacle, unless you want to count Duke and Stanford, could have potentially played a small role in the performance. Yeah, it's I mean, first game with a crowd in a year and a half. Yeah. I get that. I, yeah. I do. There, there is something to be said for that. No matter how many times you play the chop on the loudspeaker in the practice facility, right? It's the first time with all the fans yeah. and the pageantry and you know, flaming arrows and all that stuff. So I, I don't I get, think Notre Dame that. was bothered by the crowd as much, Vince. I think they handled the. Cr- you're right about the environment. I'm just saying I don't yeah. think the crowd bothered them too much. I don't think Michael Mayer dropped that pass because of the crowd. Agreed. You know, it, I don't think that. Kyle Hamilton whiffed on that play because of the crowd. They executed poorly. Simple as that. And they got to clean that stuff up. You know, a lot yeah. of teams execute. Tulane had the ball at the end of the at, at, in the fourth quarter. Chip Long, you know, and Chris Watt had the ball down five with two minutes left in the game with a chance to beat Oklahoma. It's the first week. Iowa right. State beat flipping Northern Iowa by six. Clemson scored three points against Georgia. Three points. Right. Right? Come on. Let's Everybody's have got some, stuff to clean up. No, man. This isn't in response to Sydney's question. This is kind of some other. So I thought Sydney's question was was very good. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Here we go. Nope. Oh, there we a, go. A win is a win. Now look, you get in, you do this in four weeks, then I'm gonna have a problem. Or sure. in two weeks against you no know, next week against Lido or next week against Purdue. I get it. And and look, you got a lot of stuff to clean up. We're not sitting there saying, oh, it's perfect, it's great. There's a lot of stuff to clean not up. What we're saying at all. A lot of stuff to clean up, but we gotta. You know, we t- we warned we. I should be more prepared for this, Vince. <laughs> I should be more prepared because we even said there's going to be week one overreactions. I get it, and I love y'all very much. But some of y'all just got to take a deep breath, right? They got the W. They got a chance to clean this stuff. It's a whole lot better to clean this stuff up when you get the W. Yeah, but it's you know. So so anyway, go ahead, Vince. Here, here you go. I'll let you answer this one while I uh, keep looking. Uh, Tommy Guns, Brian, how did you get your post game articles out so quickly? Well, I kind of work on them as I go. So, like, I write them kind of, you know, I take notes and and track series out and make notes and kind of fit them into uh, an article as I go. So that's why I'm able to kind of. And then, you know, tonight I I started working on it when it was thirty eight twenty, and then had to kind of change some of the <laughs> some of the stuff around and 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 alter some observations and things like that but it's just about getting it it's just about working on it as we go yeah. and then also trying to try to make sure I'm ready to get it out so I could get back here and we could do we could do the podcast right a couple of comments here Dennis says limited running lanes for such a slow developing running plays interior o line is not big and Madden looks slow yeah and Tony I agree with you on this he says our line did not really push the defense off the line like last year 23 and 25, meaning Tyree and Williams, mm-hmm. barely had any room to run anywhere. Completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Completely agree with that. I'm with you, Tony. I'm yeah. with you. Yep. Yep. Mountain Man says, I would be in hog heaven if the Irish QB had any running ability at all. They even had quarterback draws for him that were not good. For, they didn't do any draws for him. It was a, it was a, cor- it was a counter. Um, it was a lead play. A couple of those he were just stepped up and ran. Yeah, there was only one design quarterback run that I saw, and it was that that third and five, um, which obviously didn't go well. We don't agree with that call. I think there was one play that looked like a draw because he just saw the hole open so quickly. I just, I just, I and again, just I have to go it. back and watch the film yeah. again. I could be wrong on that, but just lucky he saw it. And just, to me, there was only one design run that yeah. I saw. So, yeah. right. In the short yardage run game tonight was a problem as well. Mm-hmm. 
that's got to get a lot better. Got to get a lot better. I appreciate you. Appreciate Deke. So DL call. <laughs> Coach, yeah, I appreciate y'all. I, I appreciate you too. Thank we you very much. appreciate you. Now, Mike Hoff, as you're looking for some more events, I've just got some of these down here. Thank Mike you. Hoff, do you think this overall conservative nature that BK has uh, nurtured needs to change? Yes. Absolutely. And, and again, I don't want to call it conservative. I, I, I think you're correct. I'm not saying you're saying is wrong. I just think I think it's 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 just this. It's a it's a okay, you got the lead. Let's string this thing out. And I hate that. I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. If you get an 18-point lead and you want to string the game out on Wisconsin, go for it. Right? You got to know your opponent. And and to me, you you tonight was a night where you needed to put the pedal to the metal and develop an attitude and develop a mentality. And it was a missed opportunity for that fits. That that was my thing. That was my frustration. Did you did you hear about uh it says Simon had a shoulder injury? I didn't hear that. No, and I, I'm reading through Mike's um the injury article, and I didn't, I didn't hear that either. I'm sure somebody's reporting that, but and then he shouldn't have played. Yeah, exactly. If the shoulder injury is the reason he played like that, then he shouldn't have played. But I, I, I will say that I don't think it was an injury. He played the way he played last year. So yeah. I mean, it's <sighs> a lot of keys hate in here. Not, not enjoying that. It's <laughs> whatever. Just randomly pick a guy and just well, say, oh, and look. He didn't. Him. He didn't have a big game because they didn't have time right. to get him the ball. There was a couple, couple times, especially like the the touchdown pass to Joe Wilkins. Lawrence Keys was breaking open wide over the middle. If Jack Cohn would have let's say let's say they'd have bracketed Wilkins and saying gone like cover two, Lawrence Keys is coming open. He'd have caught it and ran. Right. He and his guy beat by multiple yards. Uh, John, yeah, go ahead, Vince. Nope. Uh, Obi Kenobi. Great. I love it. Uh, it says, I'm a bit more optimistic, I guess, on many of those successful runs by Florida State. We had guys there. They just didn't tackle. First right. game in a crazy environment in a year and a half for a young team. Yeah. Right. I, I, Again, it doesn't excuse yeah. those things, right, Vince? I yeah, mean, it's just absolutely. I agree with that. I mean, look, they did have guys there. There were a lot of missed tackles. Us- and there's, usually. Yeah, I mean, usually. That's correct. And sometimes there were contain issues. And And look, again, a lot for the defense to clean up. Okay. Right. Just period. End of discussion. We we need to be able to say that, right? And this is what we want our channel to be. We want our we want it to be able to be critical, but also not emotional or over. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and look, we we can I get be as critical as the next guy. If, if we see this in game three and four, then yes, it carries a whole different tone. But again, go look at college football in the last couple of days. And see what was going on. And you're going to say, you know what? They got a lot of stuff to clean up, but they're in a pretty decent place. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if he's being sarcastic here or not, but Joe Salvatore says, can you guys talk about the officiating a little I mean, more? It I, I think he's being helpful. serious because it was okay. terrible. It was really bad. It was really. But you shouldn't have given the officials a chance to make the play. I mean, it was bad. Well, and there was, was even bad. there was even one that they called against Florida State. And I so I had the TV on. And then I also had it on my laptop, so it, which was behind, so I could try to watch things, you know, a second time. And the, when they called the snap infraction, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Even when I watched it on the second one, he didn't do anything to the ball, and they mm-hmm. called snap infraction. That was one that was yeah. bad. The 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 roughing the kicker. I wonder if somebody barked something. 
and that's what oh. I call it. Okay, because you can that, also get a snap infraction for like that's yelling true. hike or that, you know that's like true. That's you're talking about the one point. on the Florida State defense, right? No, it was on their offense. On the he offense. called it on number fifty-one, which yeah. I think was their center. Yeah, um, yeah. he might have said something, you yeah. know, like which is that, that's fair. But it could also just be a no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, no. I but I'm that makes sense. It, I'm, but I'm saying is like, but it wouldn't shock me if they just flat out missed it. Yeah, there, you know, there was just I mean, a lot of missed calls, and there was a yeah. lot of calls that were made that were not good. Most of which went against. Yeah, one team, the road team. Sure, absolutely. But yeah, it was a poorly. I mean, I, I'll never get over the 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 not calling roughing on that. Like I just, that was so bad. Brian Kelly almost lost his mind and he kept his repeating. He spun him all the way around. The guy was right. like, he spun him all around. You can see his lips, but he spun him all the way around. It just was a horrible. horrible it was really, moment. really bad. Uh, really bad. You know, it's funny to Tony, who's been fairly negative. We get it. He says the defensive line was good. The very next person says, the D-line is good, but no depth. Them boys were gassed in the third and the fourth. They played like 12 defensive linemen tonight. Right, which they've never done before because that's not – I mean, they're so deep that they can play that many. They are very, very deep, and they have good depth. Yeah. Um, D-Reth says, just got here. Was the O-line back to catching blocks again? Tonight, yes, they were. Yep. Yes, they were. Agree. Vince, where are you at? 12-19. 2-19. I wish it okay. was 12-19. We're going to have to – I want to scroll through here and get the last couple because I have That's about fine. four articles I have to write tonight before I uh, go to bed and then get up early for a flight tomorrow. Um, here we so go. I Jay, go yeah. Wiki. I get this vibe that a lot of people are down. Missed tackles again. FSU wasn't overly methodical offensively. Cone looked great. We put up 41. It's game one. Call me optimistic. I no, guess. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. Yep. Yep. Yep, I'm I'm with you. Huh? I'm sorry. This is just funny. <laughs> My son is being recruited by Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> uh, Cuba Puig uh, says, "How does this win affect recruiting?" I don't think it'll affect it any. I mean, it's no. you know. Um, I just feel like it's a situation where it's a, it's always a good win to beat a team like Florida State. But I actually think if you're talking about head to head Florida State, if anything, this actually would have helped Florida State a little bit because hey, look how close we were to a playoff team. You miss an opportunity to really bury them, and that would have helped recruiting a lot more. But again, you still won, and and I've always said it: it one game doesn't often sway recruits unless it's a, a big game versus big big team versus big team. Right. This game wasn't going to necessarily sway anybody. You missed a chance to kind of bury Florida State a little bit, but it's not going to affect it too much. Other other than the positive of you won. Right. I thought you'd enjoy that one, Brian. Oh. D. Rev says, luckily Quinn excels at teaching technique. LOL. Uh, Matt D says late in the game, ABC put up cone stats. I thought to myself, if Indy loses, I'm going to feel bad for him. He had a solid night. I also mm-hmm. learned that he won't be winning a foot race though. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true, but he was running, he was yeah. running a lot tonight when he didn't need to be. Yeah. Um, I want to put Bronx ND fan. I'll keep it the football X's and O's. Come on, man. Now, I think you're overreacting a little bit. Okay. I, I had some fun with it at the beginning. Whatever. We're all good, man. I'm not upset with you. It's all good. It was funny. You can go grab that stupid. Braden Steele. The defense needs to shore up tackling, but the uh, the but but the upside is on on this defense on this defense is higher than any in recent school history. Cone can operate this offense well. I agree. I agree. Yep. 
Yeah, and this is a good one too here. Uh, Adario Jones says, I was pleased with Brian Kelly's post-game comments. He knows we need a lot to work on and didn't say things that were politically correct. Vince, I didn't listen to the PC. You did. Do you agree with this sentiment? Did he did he come yeah. across as someone who realized, hey, there's a lot of – he didn't do the whole, hey, we just won the game. That's all that matters. Did he sound like he, a guy who hey, we got to clean up? He looked like somebody who was happy they got a win, right? Mm-hmm. And he knew how close they were to not getting a win. And he was very forthcoming about the work that needs to get done. Mm-hmm. I, bottom line, I, I thought he was genuine tonight. Um, and he wasn't making excuses for the quarterback or anybody else. Um, I, I, I a lot of excuses to make for the quarterback tonight. But No, no, no. But you know I, what I, I mean? You're talking about the past. Yeah. I got you. I just yeah. thought that was funny. I just thought was funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he didn't make an excuse for the O-line. So that's right. what you're saying. The defense, you know, it wasn't like, hey, you know, Forsyth did a great job and I mean, I'm sure there probably was that, but so if what you're saying is accurate, and I believe you, Vince, because you listen to it, that's yeah. good to know that he. Yeah. And the execution thing, I mean, clearly he's making a joke, but his joke is like we didn't execute tonight. That you know. But he's right. Yeah, and I it mean, wasn't like you know, hey, look, we played well, but Florida State just you know, blah 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 blah, you know, like he would in the past. I, I love it. I mean, if that's you know, I'm I'm happy with that. You know, and then Matt D says Kelly wasn't rude to anyone. It was a good PC. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he wasn't rude to anybody. I, I agree with that. Uh, Fat Fish with another super chat. Appreciate you. Everybody stay together. Let it play out. This is the first game we won. Woosa. Okay. <laughs> Fat Fish bringing it hot. Eagle out. Fang. Great. Did the refs have money on FSU tonight? My goodness, <laughs> not calling the roughing the punter call pissed me the blank off. So bad, I'm glad Indy beat Florida State oh. with the refs tonight. That's a great. That's a great. Did they have money Dude. on that? Like, did they take the under? On let me that tell you. Let, let, let me tell you. If they call that, yeah. I probably win money tonight, and I yeah. didn't. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> Ethan Ethan Kineski, uh, I think that will be the best defensive front we play in the regular season. It'll it it'll be one of. Yes, yes, it'll be one of. Yeah, I think so. We can Luke probably. Kirkwood going right to the moral yeah. story. Yep, exactly. John French asked, Vince, as you're looking for some more, I just want to get through these last couple of real good yep. ones. It, it, they're all good. It's just I got to go. We, we, yeah. Do, and I do you think the indie players take this one as a negative or a positive? They they better take it as a positive because here, here's what I mean by that. I'm going to be – if I'm if I'm Tom Reese and I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm all over him in a lot of ways. Sure. Of stuff we got to clean up. But at the end of the day, the thing I'm saying to him as well is, hey, listen, guys – we went on the road, played Florida State, made a million mistakes that we know were better than that, and we still got the W. That's what we're capable of. We need to be better. And if we are, we can play with anybody. That's what I think good coaches will say and do, and I think these coaches will say that, and that's what good captains will say and do, and right. that's what good teams will say and do. So I think they're going to take this as a positive. There's going to be a lot of negativity from a – Breaking down the film of things that we didn't do well, that's a negative. But it from an overall picture of what you're asking, John, I think they're going to take this as a positive, and they should because they got the – they did play – did not bring their A game today. They didn't – they brought like their – as a team, you know, throwing out B-minuses to everybody, you know, like you get a B-minus and you get a B-minus, you know. But uh, as a team, they brought their oh, B-minus game, C-plus game in some areas, and they still got a dub, right? right? That's That's the key. Steve, Pe- Steve Perry got a super chat for us. Thanks, Steve. He says, uh, do you guys agree that Jack Cohen will succeed where Book did not in the perimeter passing game, 50-50 balls, yeah. fades, et cetera? He's methodical with his delivery. I don't, I don't, 
I think yes, he'll he'll succeed there. He's more willing, as we saw tonight, to take the. Yeah. If I see a one on one, I'm taking that shot. Yep. Right. And if you think about it, he threw four just pure go routes tonight mm-hmm. that I can think of. Right. He threw one to Lindsey, one to Wilkins, and two to Austin. And yeah. he threw one away. He had another one he threw away. So he went three of five on deep balls on the outside. Mm-hmm. Plus he had a cor- he had a couple corner routes to Mayer. So yeah, I mean, I'll be willing to bet you they got close to ten. I'll bet you they were double digits and throws past ten yards or twenty yards past line scrimmage. That's great. At least past the 15, 15 yards. You would never have seen anything close to that last year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris Built 1218 says, What's up, guys? Thanks for continuing to bless us. Can't get enough. The front seven couldn't get off blocks. Do you guys agree? It looked like the D line was always right there, but the back would slip right by. More in the second half than in the first half. I mean, I, I thought that they had, they were, nobody was blocking them in the first half. I yeah. mean, they, they were getting by guys and they were, doing really really and then the first so. half this is also why i felt like going to the three down look was not as good in the first half when they when he would spin off somebody there was somebody else right there to get him i think yeah, of the absolutely. one play i can't remember who it was i think it might have been fosky maybe out of pressure maybe it, it might have been myron tungvaloa mosa he spun around and both adam alola hit him at once yeah and great. jd bertrand was right there too right we weren't seeing as much of that in the second half in my opinion Tommy's always bringing the heat on you, Brian. He says, Brian, no excuses. You can sleep on the plane. Not if I, I got an hour and a half drive to the airport. <laughs> so I won't be on the plane if I fall asleep at the wheel. You know? Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I, I'm sorry, man. But, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't have that that driving background that you got, my friend. So I, uh, I can't make it as long. I want to, I want to say something here real quick, too, Vince. So last year, Ian Book threw 41 balls at least 20 yards past the line of scrimmage. That's an average of 3.4 per game. Okay. In 2019, where they were a little bit more aggressive, uh, Ian Book uh, threw, let's see, 42, 63 balls of at least 20 yards. And if you divide that by the games they played, it was 4.8, which is a oh, okay number. I guarantee you they were at least, at least doubled that first number, at least yeah. doubled that tonight. I'd be surprised if they weren't at least at at 10 balls, at least 15 or more. I bet you they crept up on 10 um, for 20-plus as well. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Fat Fish with another super chat. Thanks, man. Uh, By the way, Kyle Hamilton's second pick was sick. That was one of the best defensive plays I've ever seen in person. That was unbelievable. I mean, he covered I mean, three quarters of the field. And it was a blown play. It was a, it was mean, a, it was a yeah. big opportunity for four. It went from it went from oh crap. This is this cuz it happened right in front of me from where I was sitting Vince. It went from oh crap. They just I watched it happen. I'm watching Jordan I see Jordan Travis scramble and I'm seeing Cam Hart and I think it was a linebacker were all over this receiver and the guy turned up field and they both thought the other one was they looked at each other and they both thought he was going to go. And I'm like oh crap, they're going to score. And then I see Kyle Hamilton like take five steps to cover forty yards. Team, it's unbelievable. And, pick, and, and not only breaks it up, I'm like, oh, he he may break that up. And then all of a sudden, he doesn't just break it up; he picks it off. It was and one of the most unreal. Yeah. I mean, it's it one just... of the most. It was one of the best. And then, of course, gets the nil penalty. Wow, well, but uh, but it was a phenomenal play. Phenomenal play. One of the best individual plays I've ever seen a defensive yes. back make in person. I mean, it was, it was special. Mike Huff says, wish the 22 linebacker class was here now. Yes, so does probably Marcus Freeman. <laughs> yeah, Especially seriously. if you saw the way Nolan Ziegler played on uh, on Saturday. He he was tremendous. And Josh Burnham, yeah. Jalen Sneed, June, I mean, yeah. Yep, 
Yep. All right. You ready? To, I think we're ready to. I'm sure there's plenty of uh, more great questions, and and I appreciate everybody being a part of it. And yes, but absolutely. it's uh, it's it's almost three o'clock in the morning. I've got a few articles to write and proof and and uh, and get ready to to head back home tomorrow. So Vince, you'll be doing the show tomorrow at twelve fifty five, or excuse me, twelve thirty. Twelve thirty um, with Sean Davis. Yes, and. Uh, we're going to try to do a, a show tomorrow night, sort of an upon further review. We'll let you all know. It just depends on kind of how my travel go. I don't want to commit to it because then if I have yeah. flight delays and things like that, then it, but we're going to try. So make sure we'll try. that's we'll, why yeah. you got to have the notification bell on. You got to subscribe hit the notification bell because when we put a show up, you'll see it. And so tomorrow's show will be the tomorrow night show. If we're able to do it, will be more of an after Vince and I have been able to dive into the film and sort of make some some you know so I'm not just going to rehash the stuff we talked about. We're going to you know watch the line a little bit more, watch the defense a little bit more, and just really dive into it and have more of a okay. We've looked at the film. Let's think. And I would encourage all you to do the same too. We want you to do the same thing. We want you to say okay. I had my emotional reaction. Vince and I had our emotional reactions. Now go watch the film and let's come back and talk some ball. Okay. And Bronx ND fan, I hope you're back tomorrow and you don't just have to talk ball. Okay. And so I don't want you to think that you do. So I appreciate everybody being part of the show tonight. Vince, thank you for staying up with me. Yeah, man. Really appreciate you. And uh, Notre Dame's 1-0. 1-0. That's what matters. 1-0. And we will talk to you all again tomorrow. Well, actually, today in yeah, several be like, hours. Yeah, like nine hours. We'll be right back. 1-0. <laughs> Got it done. Have a good night. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.